This is the Star Wars Rant Podcast. Two longtime friends, Brian and Jacob, talk all things Star Wars. They may not be Star Wars experts, but they won't let that stop them. Welcome to Star Wars Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Seddon, joined by Jacob Barlow and a special guest. Joining us from South Dakota, his name is Chad Viss. This is where I say my name. Yes, yep. welcome, Chad. So, uh, those that have listened to the podcast um, since the beginning know that Chad's been been with us. Um, well, he was with us at the beginning, and then he left us. Like That's right, like like my mom left oh. me. Oh, jeez! Uh, but I came back, Brian. You did. Yeah, not like your mom. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. Um, but hey, I'm glad you're back. You you actually reached out to us and said, "Hey, after I should preface that by you know we've been trying to get you back on for a long time." Yeah. Um, but you said, "Hey, I wouldn't mind coming on for the season finale," and yeah. um, and so I'm I'm glad you you said that uh, we were able to make it work and have you here. And I'm looking forward to you just carrying the podcast like you used to back in the day. So, Chad, just just take it away. As All right, someone so. who listened to so many of those old podcasts, I could not agree more that Chad did all of the heavy lifting. <laughs> and I feel like I know pretty much exactly how you feel, Chadley. Wow, yeah. yeah. No, I've, uh, I've enjoyed listening while being gone. It has been fun. I look forward to it every week. Um, and then sometimes I have to wait a couple weeks, yeah. you know, but every I do look forward to every, hey. yeah, when it does it's, show up, I'm excited. And I, it's one of the, it jumps to the top of my playlist. It's uh, been every very, time it comes it's out. Been much more consistent. It has, um, it has. Yeah. So but you know, our industry it. chat and you know, the time of year that we're in currently. Yeah. Sure. And it's fixing uh, to hit the, just don't get used to it. Don't get <laughs> yeah, used right. to it. And so, Hey, big, big, uh, big episode this this week, this night, tonight as we record, we mm-hmm. just wrapped up uh, Mandalorian Season 2, Chapter 16, The Rescue. Um, we're recording this on December 18th, and so this is it. Season 2 is over. I will say uh, we are going to take one week off after this episode for the holidays, yeah. um, for Christmas and everything. And, and I guess we should say... When we exited the podcast last week, I wasn't planning on being on, but some things changed in... Well, here's the thing. Yeah, I couldn't. Cares. Everyone cares, cares, except for you, you hurtful <laughs> son of a gun. But I could not Love pass it. up, well, the season finale. And, and then, of course, being with Chad was uh, is a dream come true for me. Wow. I feel like I'm in the NBA Finals right now. Doesn't or the Pro right. Bowl. <laughs> all right so like so no news we're just gonna jump into season two um as usual we're gonna try to avoid the play-by-play but that doesn't seem to always work no. out yeah i mean um, it's, it's a guideline for us to have to remember things and it, it helps to start from the beginning and then work your way through so we went through a, a new strategy here. We're gonna last week we tried to do it by character. This week we're trying to do it by uh, we kind of separated the show into acts. Um, and so the, the idea here not fellas, the book from the New Testament. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I need to make some adjustments to my notes. Sorry, the uh, the idea here, fellas, is just to um, to jump into it um, and, and give your thoughts as we talk about. 
you know, the different segments of the show. So we are going to start from beginning to end. Um, so let, let's just jump with it. Uh, Chad, our, our first act um, that we have broken down is basically the beginning. We're going to talk about the beginning to when they actually land the cruiser. And, and there's a lot there. Um, yeah. So so I'll go to you, Chad. What, what did you like? What did you notice? You know, anything there that popped out to you? Yeah, I, I enjoyed the, the one thing I wrote down, the very first thing, and it's going to jump a little ways in, um, but it's the, the big thing that I really liked was when they get to whatever planet that Bo-Katan is on and they walk into the cantina, we get the Mandalorian music, they're sitting there and they, they go up and they start to have a conversation and Bo starts to just basically calls Fett a clone. Right. He just she yeah. straight up calls him a clone and says, "I've heard that voice thousands of times." Yeah, and he starts calling her princess, and this the this little back and forth of where he's not worthy, and Bo-Katan keeps like egging him on, and then uh, what what's the other girl's name and the character name? I can't remember. It is Sasha Banks. No, yes, the uh, wrestler Sasha Banks. Yeah, you know, I, I wrote it. Uh, okay, it starts with a, I, I wrote it down. I can't read it. It starts with a K. <laughs> you wrote down. Can't read it. So Sasha Banks. Yeah. So Kessa? Bo-Katan keeps uh, egging him on, and then Sasha's like, yeah, let's fight. And then Bo's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But seriously, you're not a Mandalorian. So yeah. I thought that was kind of funny. I, but I'm with you. I, um, Is it to me now? Yeah, Am I allowed to speak? open conversation, Brian. fellas. Um, I wasn't overly in love with that whole back and forth. I, saw there, I thought there were some silly parts of it. But I did, before they even said anything about we recognize your voice... When Boba talked, I feel like, and I've watched it one time. I was daddy today for for a change, so I had to my children. Um, so I, but when they looked at each other, Boba talked, and I feel like Bo-Katan and the Sasha Banks character. I can't, you know, we can't think of her name. It's a uh, Koska, Koska, Greaves, Reeves. Reeves. Yeah, they like looked at each other immediately as soon as Boba talked. Like there right. was a connection that they recognized his right. voice. You know. Yeah, so um, I feel like you guys the two have watched the the Clone Wars, um, and I know Boba Fett was in the Clone Wars, right? In mm-hmm. the Clone Wars animated series, did, did yeah. Boba Fett ever meet up with Bo Katan or I don't or any of the no. so I feel like yeah, no. Boba was only in maybe two, but, maybe three episodes at the most. Yeah, the the actor again that plays I can't think of his name either, Tam Tamora oh, Morrison. Morrison. Tamora Morrison. He was the voice for all the clones. In right. the Clone Wars, he voiced all those those. Okay, did so the now, work for yeah, that. I've I've made this a you know obviously you listen to the it's podcast, Chad. I've 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 made this a thing that I've talked about the last couple podcasts is because I feel like there's a drastic change in. Well, now I know that Tamir Morrison did voice, so he voiced Rex. He voiced all from what I, if I'm not mis mistaken, he voiced all the clones. In, Even in Rebels, like old school, old Rex. Like when Rebels? you get to the specific ones, maybe he didn't do those. I'm not sure, but, I, but like, but I'll say this: they did have a there's a, a British there's an accent. accent, kind of. I don't there's know if it's British, accent. whatever you know, it is. Yeah. And whatever that was your your beef that was because, because he didn't it sound didn't like sound. Django. Yeah, it didn't sound like Django. Obviously, it didn't sound anything like yeah. the original Boba Fett. And but I just it made couldn't sense help but notice when she it. said that. Like all of a sudden, it clicked to me. Like that. Django had a little bit of a. He did. Yeah, and it's you're saying it's more pronounced. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I feel like they laid it on Tamira, the actor himself, laid it on fairly heavily for sure. his 
you know, Boba Fett here in this, uh, in, you know, Mandalorian season two. So let's yeah. stay with that scene real quick. And then we could jump around to other parts of that, but, um, or from beginning to landing the cruiser. But, you know, um, I was, when they, when they fought, when Boba fought, um, Koska, you know, in my mind, Boba kind of lost that battle. Well, he's a lot opinion. older. Yeah. Well, that's, here's the thing. Here's, here's where, what I wrote down for that, because, um, it, it kind of shows you that he does need to have Fennec around mm. um, because mm-hmm. he is, he's a lot older and he's craftier and I think he knows a lot and he can, he can really slip up a lot of people still, mm-hmm, but sure. when it comes, he, he could easily, I think be overpowered because he is, he is older and who knows what effect, you know, being in a star acid. Did. Yeah. But um, I really like the team up of Fennec and Boba Fett. I and I think that, yeah. that scene right there kind of, gave credence to like these you know he kind of yep. needs a sidekick at this yeah. point um i i'll say i i did notice that i was kind of disappointed by it and as you were saying uh, that, that he kind of got you know that costco got the better of him towards the end of that little skirmish they had um but as you were saying what you were just saying and, and noticing that she got the better of him i'm thinking to myself well i mean he like i mean we've he was bad Heine two episodes ago. Now, granted, yeah. I guess it was Stormtroopers, but he didn't have any of his gear, and he was using that, uh, what's point. it called, Chad? The Gaffy stick. Yeah, the gaffy stick. Extremely effective. Again, Stormtroopers. Sure. But even, you know, he was effective with that. He was getting a couple good shots. The gaffy stick. Then once he got his armor, I mean, not, weren't we all like thinking yeah, this is the best we've ever seen Boba Fett? Boba Fett, right, right. Boba Fett. Boba Boba Fett. Fett. I do like that. I do appreciate that. Actually, Ryan, keep doing that. <laughs> Thank, you. Uh, Thank you. No, it's. I think he was just more evenly matched. You know, he's yeah. he's going up against another battle trained Mandalorian, and she's not, and she's a wrestler in real life too, which you saw right. those moves. You know, I mean, so she's just more, more of a you know rival for him, and yeah, it does. Fennec being with him is uh, is definitely going to be a good thing for him, I think. Yeah, that's a good. That's a great point. Um, so you know, I would feel like jumped... I'm being nicer to Brian because Chad's on here. <laughs> I don't know why you're bringing out the kindness in me, Chad. <laughs> I want to jump to the beginning. You know, one thing I liked immediately was seeing the Imperial shuttle. Um, that was just cool. I love. Yeah. That's one of my favorite ships in Star Wars. The Lambda um, shuttle. Yep. Yeah, and so to to see that. Um, was really cool and then obviously yeah. the slave one chasing it and firing yeah. it at it well um, in the landing oh my that was awesome yeah the we're way gonna jump right the, to the... The, well you, you keep doing your thing but since you're talking <laughs> about the ship seeing it the way we saw it that the land or attempted landing was was well, awesome but can we go back to the shot i mean are we just gonna uh, we could bounce around between yeah the, so be... they the previous scene when they're in the little cantina thing like yeah. they were t- telling boba he's not a mandalorian he kind of fessed up to that in a way he's like i never said i was a mandalorian and you know well, he's a man and to me and that that was kind of confusing that they said that because it seems like just two episodes ago they kind of cleared up the mandalorian thing but i think what you and i were talking about brian is is Jang, it, they made it clear that Django was a Mandalorian. He was a foundling, and Boba just kind of inherited his armor. Well, but also whose blood is in him? But again, he's a foundling though. So just like just like Pedro Pascal or Dinjarin, he's he's a foundling. So he's well, yeah. But the difference is, and and this is where I'd really love to give Chad's 
thoughts on this because I know he knows more than us, any of us because of the books. But, like, um, our guy, Mando Din Djarin, he took the, the creed or the code sure. or whatever, and he even asks sure. Boba, like, have you taken the, have you, the creed? And he's like, my allegiance is to no one or something right. like that when we're first introduced to Boba two episodes mm-hmm. ago. So I feel like they're kind of bringing this up. Bo-Katan and Casca are kind of bringing that up that you're really not a Mandalorian. What do you you're say, a clone. Yeah, I think he's not. And uh, he's like he said, he didn't claim to be. Um, he, he didn't take the creed like Din, Din Djarin did. He took the creed to be a Mandalorian as far as what Bo-Katan says this crazy kind of zealot side, uh, religious zealot is. Um, and Boba has not done that. Boba has the armor because his father was a founding. Right. And so he, he kept his father's armor, but he is not a Mandalorian, doesn't want to be a Mandalorian, doesn't claim to be one, uh, and he's just got the armor because that's who that's his now. Right. So I think I think they did that a little bit to distance him from, I mean, we'll get to this at the end probably, but distance him from season three and being involved in whatever ma- happens with Mandalore. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. He has and no I, stake. And I feel, like, I feel like it's a good, for me, it's a good kind of bow they put on that that piece yeah. of Boba Fett you know no matter yeah. what happens in season three there's no more confusion now of like well is he is he not right yeah I feel right. Like, so, and it's still up for debate I'm sure there's people out there that might disagree with this but but I feel like it's pretty clear cut with the way that conversation went down in the cantina yeah. is that Boba really just is Django was a foundling um and Boba just inherited the armor yeah know? and he's a bounty hunter yeah. first and foremost right, right there now. you go yeah that's great yep um you know, so just just to kind of remind us of some things, you know, they they uh, I liked when they when they boarded the Imperial cruiser, you know, and they took the two pilots, um, or they went into the bridge and the two pilots were there. Yeah. They took Doctor Perishing um, hostage. I I liked how the one pilot called Cara Dune. You know, he, he said, "Stay back, dropper." Like right. He called her yeah. dropper. Yeah. I thought that yeah. was cool. Um, and then. Um, you know, one thing that was interesting says the New Republic wants Doctor Perishing because he's a clone engineer. Mm-hmm. And so, are we, and Chad, I don't know if this is in the books or whatever. I mean, are they hunting down like you know what I would say maybe like are like war criminals to to a degree? Or um, I was just curious why they want Doctor Perishing. Like why why does the New Republic want Doctor Perishing? That wasn't a hundred percent clear because he was a clone engineer. You know Probably I mean? to get get him on their side. He has information. He knows what they're doing, and he's a high level officer yeah. in his field or high level scientist. In some of the other books, Black Spire and such, they uh, and even the Phasma book, they they do try to take some high level or even mid level ranking Imperial officers and basically switch their allegiance to the Republic and use them and their knowledge to help them go out and find you know remnants of the empire and, and things of that nature so they could be getting him just to switch him over to their side and use his knowledge for them you know he's not a fighter per se he's a scientist yeah i thought he'd have a bigger role um he may but still. it's fine I'm, I'm i, I right think he it. had it i think he had as big a role as what i kind of expected him to have yeah, yeah. um they didn't make that big of a deal out of him in in the first season um and then they you know, they brought him back in this season, which is, you know, kind of what you predicted, you know, for our season. You know, I think you said we'd see him again at some point in season two. And, you know, we certainly did that. But there was some, you know, to get, to get away from Dr. Pershing and talk about the other characters in that scene. Um, he, he references Kara's tattoo 
Yeah, I'm not trying to still time. No, I so I, I wrote have, that so. down. He said, um, you know, you're gonna you're you're gonna wish you never left Alderaan, and he says, you know, to, he's, he's saying that to Cara Dune, and he says that because he says I saw the tear, and so I wrote that down because, so is that what that is? That's that's like so. a it's a rebel a, alliance symbol, right? But is that like only people that so maybe they all would, of Alderaan maybe, get? Yeah, you know, that maybe that's something they did to uh, tell each other. You know, just kind of so you knew who they were. I think that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and then, and not just that, but the, the, I mean, those two Imperial guys were like not overly united. You know, I mean, they, yeah. and again, I don't know where you're going, Brian, but they like, they, they were, I mean, almost from the get go, once they were under attack, they were kind of yelling at Pershing because we're doing the, I'm doing the play by play. You know, but 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 it's it's worth bringing up. They were like, you, you you should know your place. This isn't the lab. Let us do what we're going to do. And they're kind of pooing on Pershing a little bit. And then obviously they have their kind of back and forth where they betray each other, like the two Imperials. Well, it's interesting because on one hand you you have you know that pilot kills the other pilot, right? But then he 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 gets on Cara Dune saying. You know, when you guys destroyed the Death Star, do you know how many millions of people you killed? Like you just killed. Yeah. <laughs> the guy standing your co-pilot. Next to you. Yeah, your co-pilot. I will um, say it feels like ahead. they've uh, they've really done a good job this episode and the one before at humanizing the Empire, making them yes. like not just yes. the bad Empire, Darth Sidious and yeah. Darth Vader, the bad guys. But they've like last episode, and you guys talked about it, rooting for them. You know, like rooting for them to get there. And then when they got there, you're just like, yeah. You're like, wait, I'm cheering for the bad guys. The TIE Fighters came in and saved the day. Um, And even with these two guys, you got one guy that seems to be more, I'm still on board. And one one guy's like, I'm not even with him. Like, I think he said something to that effect. Like, look, I'm not even with him. What do you want to know? And he's like, boom, shoots him right away. So it makes you realize they're they're not just, they are stormtroopers, but they're not as much as they are faceless. You, You know there are people there. And you know they're they're more human, and they've done a good yeah, job, I, mean, I think, at making you feel There's a history that way. for each one of them, right? I mean, right. there's you know they're they're all from different systems and different planets, and who knows why they joined? And you know, um, you know, kind of. All right, Chad, let's. Do you want to do our little book thing here? So yeah, reading, let's do it. so reading the aftermath book. I yep. forget. I mean, I'm almost finished with the first book in the aftermath books. Go take a nap, Brian. You'll be fine. Um, <laughs> but. But they said something about like stormtroopers joining and why stormtroopers join. Yeah. And one of the things they mentioned was like oftentimes we get like the um, basically the problem childs of this system. The parents don't know what to do with them. They send them off to the Imperial Army sure. to try to whip them into shape. Yeah. Like you know, but camp. that just gives you some extra, you know, history on like these, who these faceless people are really. Yeah. You know, so. And if you're joining after. Death Star Two explodes. I mean, you've got to be either you have no nowhere else to go, that's or true. you really believe in it. You know. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so hey, so just some some things to point out. You know, when uh, back to when Mando and Fett, you know, meet um, Bo-Katan and uh, Koska in the cantina. You know, they they kind of come to an agreement that um, you know we'll help you in exchange for the ship they want that cruiser ship mm-hmm. uh to aid in the battle for the upcoming battle i guess then for mandalore uh, but she says if you should um and my handwriting is terrible and i'm trying to, I'm trying to it's, a prob- it's a problem brian <clears throat> yeah 
basically, if you should manage to finish your uh, quest, I would have you reconsider joining our efforts. Mandalores, uh, Mandalorians have been in exile from our homeworld far too long. And then he, you know, Mandos accepts that. I mean, he says, fair enough, right? And, um, but then also, you know, Bo-Katan starts to lay that groundwork of, you know, I, I'm going to be the one to kill the moth. Um, right. and take what is rightfully mine. So you start to, you know, well, they start to develop that battle for Yeah, the what she says is, is, I don't think she said I have to kill him. She's, I need him to kneel before me. She does say, me. I will kill the moth. Later, oh. Oh, later okay. when Kara says, you know, we want to take, the Republic wants him alive, she kind of backs down okay. a little so bit. So this is when they were but in But she the, makes uh, the point, like, I have to be the I have to He has to him. submit yeah. to me, yeah. Right, yeah. submit to me. Well, I think that's the word she used. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if we're, you know, and I'm not trying to make this thing four hours long, but, but, but we missed that one part at the beginning when Kara took like, the face shot on the dude. Oh, she kills the yeah. yeah, yeah like, I mean, that was. I mean, he had it coming. Point blank. He, I'm sure he did. He was yeah. a true, not great guy yeah. of a character. Mm-hmm. Um, good, good word usage. Yeah, I feel like Chad's kids are going to be listening to this one more than more than they normally. Hopefully Carter really so. wants to. He want he wanted to sit in the room while I recorded. So I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do right by Carter. He, he would have been bored very quickly. But but that was a I mean, <laughs> that was a fairly aggressive. Yeah. I mean, right Brutal. in the face, and I mean, you even even Doctor Pershing yeah, got like the uh, like singe singe. I mean, it was like battle scars. And, and I feel like our guy Mando even was kind of like. Whoa, that, so was, that was intense. I wanna, uh, I'm going to read a couple of notes I have on this, let you guys finish up any topic uh, or any things that you have on are this. We breaking, are we just completely breaking no. down your so, platform uh, here? No, well, I just, you know, I, I don't know how long everybody has. You know, Chad's a busy man. You you got to drive in the morning. Yeah. Uh, so the Dark Troopers, you know, Perishing starts to talk about him. He says it's the third generation design. They're no longer suits. This was the thing that I was like, eh. The human inside was the final weakness to be solved. They're uh-huh. droids, but uh-huh. like we never really see them again. And we add droids like in the prequels. I guess these are better droids, obviously. But anyway, uh, I I, yeah. I took note it's of a, that. It's a it's a callback to their origin. I mean, they're from the, the Dark Forces video game, right? Where the, the they were hu- they were suits at first. Eventually, they made them into droids completely. So, and it's just a callback to that. I think. Even though we don't have that information in the show, what timeline is that video game? Oh, see, that was before episode one, episode four, oh, wow. shortly before episode four. That's where Kyle okay. Katarn was in, introduced to. If you're familiar with that. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, I thought it was cool seeing the the Tie Fighters actually deployed, like the way oh, they came yeah, out of the that cruiser. Was great. That was shot really well, put together really well. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, I never, I that like funnel area of the yeah. ship. You usually never, don't see them. Usually they drop from below the, yeah. the crew. Which I'm cool with that too, but it was neat seeing, oh, that's why it has that like... Opening? Yeah, that opening, that funnel yeah. type area. And then it's just yeah. TIE Fighters coming through one right after another. And of course, they they knew like you can't be exiting and entering at the same time. <laughs> and that, you know, that created a... So I did write, um, though, like, so, I mean, were you guys surprised that, that Moff Gideon kind of didn't know something was up when they weren't complying? Like, when they weren't backing down from entering that as ties were trying to leave? Well, I think he after, did. After just getting that message from Mando, I don't know how much time passed, but... Oh, yeah, I think he... But he, he, I he think let he... them... I don't know, because he didn't, he didn't have... He had the TIE Fighters go after Slave One. He didn't have them go after... 
the crew. As soon as as soon as they started coming towards the tube and getting he in bailed. the guy's way, he's like, "Okay, something's not right." Yeah, and I mean, right after the, that, he he said, "Let you well, know, get when them. they landed for sure." Yeah, right. But that's when he uh, took off, like, and he's not on the bridge anymore because he knew yeah. he knew they yeah. were coming. And kudos to the I felt like like I picked up on that. I felt like kudos to the director for giving us those kind of subtle hints. Like I yeah. I picked up on. He knew right away. I felt yeah. like he knew right Pretty away quickly. something's off. This is weird. Yep. And then, of course, he was no longer there. All right. right. So uh, I wrote this. That music for the Dark Troopers. Yes, totally I wrote that down, different. too. Yeah, that was right? awesome. Yes. Uh, I wish so I what I want you to do, at, Brian, with your editing skills you have, if you could just oh, put yeah. underneath right here, when you mention it, just put that music in there. So if you can hear it while we're talking, that would be right. a nice touch. Never you got it. because you Never asked Chad, yeah. And this whole part Jacob will be will edited ask. out of it. <laughs> Instead <laughs> of that way he doesn't get called out. But Jacob asked me to do things like that, yeah. I, I delete the whole Well no, you always you do the same thing out. you just did to Chad. Be like, that's so, a good idea. I so think I can ask. work that out. So you and then I listen to the episode like None of it. None of not a uh, single piece of it. That's I mean that's clever. Yeah. Um Alright, so um Oh, uh so Okay, look, Jacob doesn't like women, but... Oh, and you don't have to do it I mean, every single episode. You've really flipped the narrative on that. I know. It's impressive. I mean, I, it's, Jacob hasn't <laughs> caught on to that. Um, but it was an all-women team going in. Mando oh, went of off I on his own. But it, you know what I liked about it? And this is getting into other stuff, but it was Why? Because the main hero is still a male? No. It wasn't so in-your-face like, like how they did it on... Well, uh, Avengers, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, oh yeah. And game. Well, that's because that's because three quarters of those people were the characters we don't give a crap about. I care about these characters. Finnick grew on me over the last She's couple great. episodes. She is like, she is impressive. Yeah. And I, I enjoy her character. Obviously, I like. I felt like this was probably the best I've ever seen. Um. Oh gosh. The. I'm, I'm going to call her the, the drop trooper. Oh, yeah, Carrie Dune. She was so bad, Heine. It's, it's crazy. And then, obviously, I love Bo-Katan. And, and then the other one is just there. Yeah. But, but it's a cool scene on the bridge when they're, you know, they're all going, you know, and then yep. uh, the two Mando ones fly back up from oh, the side, yeah, Bo-Katan. And, and yeah, I wrote, down, I wrote down four girls fighting, great choreography. <laughs> Jetpacks yeah. are cool. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Very concise. Um, and then we got the Mando versus Dark Trooper scene. Um, yeah. That was intense. He was Do you not remember it, Jacob? Well, you have this weird look on your face. No, <laughs> no. I just feel like we're missing so much stuff because Boba. There's, there's a lot of fighting going on. Well, Boba took off. Boba, yeah, yeah, I mean, I Boba, Boba came in. He was the distraction to get yeah, them to be able to land. Play, I know so. we're not doing play-by-play, but I feel like it's worth talking All about. Right, ahead, I mean, so, so, and I've seen this one time. So this is this is complete memory while the one-year-old was asleep and the other one was watching Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood and kept trying to come <laughs> interrupt my show and watching it with me. But but Boba, the whole idea was Bo-Katan's in the cantina that she was Bo-Katan, Casca, Casca? Yeah. Um, Finnick, and, uh, which Finnick wasn't in the cantina, um, Mando and Boba, the, the whole thing was they were going to have like a... She had to get the dark saber. They were going to come in and her team just to create havoc, and Mando was going to kind of sneak in and do his thing as they were creating havoc to try to get uh, Moff Gideon and the dark saber. Um, so 
But Boba, there was that... Well, did we even talk about the... Uh, we didn't even talk about the... What's it called, Chad? What, what, what? The there what? you go. Wait, wait to be a part know. of it, Chad. I don't the, know. What he... I know. I, I'm now. I'm oh, jumping back. Ion... Yeah, the oh. ion cannon. We didn't even talk oh, about the from ion last cannon time? from so last gonna, episode. I, from like two. No, no this season, this that, episode, the, the ion cannon. Stalled the. Oh, the ion cannon. Jacob, Jacob, oh. Jacob likes to talk about every single thing. I do. So, <laughs> Dude, well, I talked to talk about the big stuff. Okay, so go ion cannon was kind of a big thing. It was yeah. neat. Sure. Okay. So the Ion Cannon. We'll move. We'll move on past that. Well, did you guys and I? Did you guys have anything to, else to add before the landing? I. I Are you asking now? Not you. Because She's now really we're two. Se- now we're like eight <laughs> scenes later. Chad, did you have anything else to talk about from before no. the landing? No. Okay. No, I'm Chad, good. come on! Don't make me lose so back this to the battle dark trooper, alone. The Dark Trooper battle. Let's not going to get into that. All right. Fine. What do we think? I, mean, I thought that was intense. It was. Uh, he was not only his butt kicked. Yeah, not only did you have you know him getting his head literally pounded into yes, the over wall, and over. but then you had the other, the other uh, uh, dark troopers pounding on the glass, waiting to get out. But yeah. what, what are you going to say? But before that, just he, jumping around, he, man, he was running as fast play. as he could to try no. to close those doors. Yeah, and the, yeah, at the last second. Yeah, at the last. <laughs> if you'd like, have hurried yeah, right. a little bit more. Uh, bef- like walking down the ramp of the ship, if he'd have picked up the pace, yeah, just he a, probably just have made a, it there. A little, he on probably time. would have made it. But you know, but it's a TV was show. Was he expecting them to be released? I, I don't know. Anyway, but I again, I thought that was great filmmaking. The fact that they had the fingers separating sure, the doors yeah, like the right yeah, when he yeah, got there that. to kind of close it. That was cool. And only the one got because I didn't think he was, was going to get out. You know, until he stuck his hand in there. Yeah, right. And that was just great visual. That was edge of your seat, heart pumping. Now, how convenient was it for Mando, though, that that room they're in had like a... Airlock. Basically, an airlock, yeah. Oh, that was pretty convenient. (laughs) But I'm sure that's (laughs) how they come and go. Right. That's how they left the ship to go get Grogu. I mean, they come in and out. They don't need air. I guess they did go from that side. You're right. And even if they were... Still partial humans, like we thought They're in, in the suit. previous episode. Um, they wouldn't need, you know. But yeah. I, I wrote down for their battle, you know, uh, you know about obviously the punching in the head. Um, fire won't stop it. The whistling right. yeah, birds that was a cool effect. stop it. And I knew the whistling birds. Like I knew the. I know he's going to deploy the I mean, whistling birds. They're just going to bounce off that. It slowed them uh, down a little. They bit. did. I did. It. it did better than what I thought it would, Chad. But like, then the I, best car spear. Is what did the trick? Yeah. Now here's my question: Where did it come from? <laughs> yeah, where did it come from? Like, you didn't I see it? it. He had it the whole time. No, dude, yeah, I never. Go I even I watched sticking the, up the side of his Chad, like he's got it put in a sheet. I watched it twice. And Do that I, again, Chad. <laughs> it's right here. Yeah, and I went back, and I went back, and I rewatched that scene like two extra times. I still couldn't figure out dude, where he is getting it from. It's I right rewound there. it like... I, I have to see that again. You rewound 15, I rewound it like four times like the last 15 seconds trying to figure out where it came from. Is this now like listen. Gambit's nightstick? <laughs> you know? Did it just grow? It, and, and, it, and that's it what I'm plugging It like it was in. along the right side or left side, but it, if you were... If I were to envision it, I thought it just kind of ran along the side and kind of down back part of his leg. Because it, it's long, but yeah. it's... He just pulled it out like a sword, like you would if you were Deadpool and Katana. Or Donna, Donatella. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so now good, you know, good writing on on the 
part of the writers as far as you know they had a plan for that spear right. all along obviously yeah. we oh, saw we saw it fight ahsoka's lightsaber we get to yep. see it later fight against the dark saber but it also served a purpose with the dark troopers can, yeah. can, I, can um, I pause you for just one quick second yeah. i thought for sure when and I, I think this was i'm going back to the stupid cantina i'm sorry chad i do this <laughs> but I, I I I thought for sure that our guy Amanda was gonna be like, Oh yeah, the Darksaber? It's only like industry you know, the only thing that can stop it is Mandalorian um tr- tr- or sorry, true uh Bestar. Um Bestar? The best car. Beskar. Bestar. Yeah. <laughs> true Beskar. I thought he was gonna be like, Take this awesome friggin' spear, lady, and and you help me. And so anyway, I'm getting off track a little bit, but I I felt like that was that's how that's how it was going to go down is that Beskar spear was going to be like a gift he offered to Bo-Katan mm. to to help him out. I think he who knows she she already had a could plan. Be. Yeah, she well, no, the deal was she wanted the ship. That that's yeah. she wants that, the dark saber. She wants the dark. She knew there were mob. Yeah, he and knew she where still Mop doesn't Gideon have was. the dark saber, does she, Chad? No, she does not. He does knew not. her incentive was he knew where Moff Gideon was, and she could get that cruiser to help in her battle right, as well. Right, right. So it was this is my opportunity to get the saber and oh get a gosh. cruiser. We're missing so much stuff. No, we're not. What are we missing? Boba Fett said Boba something Fett. about like, why are you guys going back to Mandalore? It's a planet of glass. The yeah. imps turned it into glass. I feel like it's established. Uh-huh. That's part of the reason they got mad at him. I feel like it's worth <laughs> mentioning in our breakdown or in our it talk was. about this episode. I apologize. Chad, you got anything else to this add about the, the Dark This is why I fight? lead the show. <laughs> No, I uh, that was I thought I thought he was I didn't think he was gonna get beat, but they sure made you feel like maybe he's gonna get beat by this thing, you know. And that's only one. And I think Gideon yeah, even yeah. says that later. You barely beat one. Good luck he with does. the platoon. Yeah. yeah, I mean it was it was rocking his world for a while. I mean he was punch after punch after punch yeah, in the Beskar helmet, and there, not you know he tried all of his tricks as Brian said, and nothing was working until he. Busted out yep. the Beskar steel. Right through the neck. And it, that did what it was supposed to do, and it did what it was supposed to do very well. Yeah. But then I also thought it was kind of a, and, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, Chad, like what happened, you know, yeah, you're, you're, yours too, Brian. What? what happened when he he took down the one dark trooper pretty fairly easily when he had the Beskar steel spear, and then the other one's poof, gone, like what? What were you thinking at that point, Chad? Oh, I was. I immediately was like, "Well, they're coming back." Like, oh, really? Good, good for now, but they're definitely. Oh. Good. They fly. They fly now. Yeah, they fly now. <laughs> yeah, they were I coming. Not. Back. I did not think that. I, I, was, I was. I like, didn't even think about it. I, I didn't either. I was like, "They're coming back later somehow." Yeah. Good for you. I was like, he "Any did thoughts it. on?" He did uh, it. He did. It. And then I hit the pause button on my phone, and I was like, "Oh crap!" There's like 25 minutes left. I don't know what's gonna happen. What's gonna happen? Any thoughts when uh, the Mando squad, with plus Karen Fennec, took over the the bridge? I mean, they pretty much just you know made quick work of everybody. Yeah, yeah, they were um, good shots. You know, you know, later Moff Gideon got says, "Remember when Kara's gun got jammed?" Oh, yeah, is yeah. that later or is that in this? That was before that's on the way there. The bridge. Yeah, yeah. I but I was just gonna say later. 
Later, Moff Gideon makes a comment that, you know, something to the fact of they're brutal savages and they kill everybody. Murderous. They're murderous. Uh, talking about the Mandalorians, um, right. But, uh, you know, I, I did, right. I, I had this thought, I was going to write it down, but, I mean, the jamming of the gun thing, right? Oh. Um, never once you called it a gun. I didn't like that. It's a blaster. Hmm. I mean, they don't say gun. I'm just saying, hmm. you don't say gun in Star Wars usually. I didn't, I didn't know that. I'll Honestly. let you go, Chad. Number two, <laughs> number two, is are you guys over the Star Wars curse words or no? Oh, I'm I'm all done said, with the Dink Ferrick. They've I'm used so that a lot. Dink Ferrick a lot, and then she also said like "son of a mud yeah. skipper" or something. Yeah, you know, flapper. Right. Okay, but what would you rather than do? I, I know. let me ask I'm you, Chad, saying, who yeah. has a son who's right around that age. Would you rather them say something no. else? No, of course not. I'm now, glad they again, make up names. I, it like, feels like they might overuse it a little bit. Yeah, but they a do. little bit. Okay, right? so that's fine. Not a big deal. Yeah, I get what they're trying I to would, do. I would, ra- I would rather than be able to make their frustration and anger known by better dialogue than Dank Farrick. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. It, it doesn't bother me. All right, so then we got... Uh, I'd like to know why we didn't hear it like when the Death Star was getting blown yeah. up the last two times, you know? Well, you know, things change. From Luke's perspective, I guess. Uh, what did you guys think then when um, Mando meets up with, with Moff Gideon then, right? He enters the cell, and there's Gideon holding the saber over Grogu. I wasn't expecting it, and I don't know why. I feel like I should have been expecting it because. Yeah. Well, that's that's where I knew he would be. Oh, did I you? Do that. Yeah. yeah. Well, shame on me. I probably I didn't. Chad, did you know like he was going to be waiting I there? F- once once he got past that dark trooper and was like, okay, here's where he is. I'm like, yeah, he's not going to just walk in and he's in there all by himself. Yeah. So. I feel like this season, though, and and, and somewhat of our criticism we've had over the previous season was that it. As you got into the episode and as you got more through each episode, it became more and more predictable. Yeah. And I feel like with this season, it became less and less predictable. So I've it's kind of thrown me for a loop in a way to where I'm not necessarily expecting what I would expect, if that sure. makes sense. Yeah, it does. So they I, have changed I, I it wasn't, up quite a bit. Yeah, they have. The writers, which I mean, the same writer as John Favreau. Yeah, yeah um, right. But I feel like... It's just evolved. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I think so he asked Chad. I did, I did mark, um, you know, it, we, we see it here when, when, when Mando gets into the the uh, jail, or whatever you call it, the cell with, with Gideon. And um, later on in the bridge, you know, um, Moff Gideon has that um, has that tendency to do the narration, the villain yeah, narration like Palpatine does. Yeah. Um, I, I, don't know, I, I wrote that down. Yeah. Uh, but we get a little more dark saber lore, right? Yeah. He he begins to say, you know, I took the. Well, he didn't say how he got it. No, he doesn't uh, say how. But we do get. I mean, you assume that you haven't watched the Clone Wars or Rebels. Right. You don't know the history to this at all. And they did a right. good job of getting a a small why it's important. The person that has it, it's the leader, and yeah. I now have it. You know, she used to have it. She wants it back because she wants to be the ruler. Yeah. Without it, she can't. Like, like this is the real reason why she's here. Yeah, right, I feel. I right. feel like I need to bring this up now, or otherwise I'm going to forget. But you know, and what you just said, Chad, is kind of what made what came to mind. Is like they are because there's been so much fan service in this season, uh-huh. and it's not fan service that's distracting for I feel like new viewers, um, which is kind of goes you know what you talked about with the uh, dark saber. 
in that explanation right there. But I just wonder if they're like if they've kind of outfound fan service itself to someone in season two because there was so much of it. What's wrong with I'm not saying there's anything. Did I say anything's wrong with fan service? Did I say anything's wrong with fan service, Brian? Why would you say? He he did not say there's anything wrong with it. I wonder if he, why would you say? I wonder if they out service. Like they did too much. Like they they don't have any more to do. I don't want to jump ahead. Hey, Chad, who's the most interesting character you want to see in season three? Fair. Or did you see him? Right. I got you. All right. Well, let's have that conversation later. Let's, because, you know, there's a couple things here. Gideon, um, you know, Gideon does uh, address Grogu. And he, I feel I wrote like it with down. Chad here, I've taken on a different role. Yeah. <laughs> he gives me confidence. Uh, he gives says, all I wanted, uh, you know, about, about Grogu, all I wanted was to study his blood. The child is extremely gifted and he has been blessed with rare properties that have that have the potential to bring back order, order to the galaxy. Yeah. Um, so obviously we that's know that's right. what that's First in order. reference to. Right, right, right. Um, is to Snoke and ultimately Palpatine. The um, M count. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, now, did you guys think that Moff Gideon was going to let Mando take him and go? It was a weird scene for me. Like when that was happening, I was like, what? Mando kind of felt like to me, like he, he was almost... I mean, he, he, let he was ready to go down. back on his word. Like, he was ready to go back, like, just to leave everyone and be like, give me the kid and yeah. I'm out of here. Yep. Yeah. That's what he told you. He said, give That's me the exactly kid and I will said. leave. You can keep yep. the Darksaber. I don't care. Yep. Yep. I mean, he didn't tell Bo-Katan he'd get it for her, that he'd help her get it. He just said, you can have the ship, which, done. Right. So he was kind of like, give me the kid and I'm out. You can do whatever you want. I don't care about you. I don't care about your Darksaber. I don't care about your blood. I don't care about what right. you're doing. I just care about the kid. Give me the kid and I'll be out of here. Yeah. And yeah. at that point, he's like, okay, all right, let's do it. And then, yeah, you knew he'd be the backstabber. Yeah, I mean, Den, Den straight up words, going back to that cantina, was like, I don't care about anything but the kid. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's exactly true. what that's happened in that room with Moff Gideon. Is, is, all right, is, is, well, what you guys think of the, which, sorry, what did you think of the fight? Uh, well, there's the betrayal first. Okay. It's like, that's you know, kind of everyone kind of lays down their weapons. Okay. Well, can I can I jump no, over here for a second yes. since you're get the play by play doing what you do, Chad? <laughs> <laughs> this is fun to watch happen too, not just listen. We, to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we should get webcams going the, because we're, this we're, is the, the looks. How it is. The we're looks kicking each other, guys. Yeah, we're kicking each other's shins underneath the table. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, stop squeezing my knee so aggressively. <laughs> that's yeah Yeah. Uh, sorry we um did you think that was going to be the end of it chad because i know it i i kind of did i kind of thought it would be the end of it when they made their agreement okay that's what i just asked no that's a different part you glossed over that are you talking about when when gideon says take the kid yeah I literally just asked. I said, uh, but you didn't you talk think... about the betrayal part where he was like, "You take the kid, we'll go, go on our own way." Did you think Chad that Moff was going to light up that dark saber and oh, come yeah. back the, in blaring with barrels? The minute the minute you it showed from behind Grogu the camera and you could see Din's you know his face and you saw Moff getting kind of going off to the left immediately as soon as he was behind his back he turned towards him immediately and I'm like oh. He's gonna hit him. He's gonna he try goes. to. He's, yeah, he's gonna light that thing, and it's it's on. 
So what did you think of the battle, Chad? Uh, I wrote uh, Moff Gideon is way aggressive. Like he is, he's just swinging that thing with 100% of his power. There's no finesse like you usually see with a lightsaber battle. Even with like Vader with the lightsaber in the the original trilogy where it was more heavy-handed, there still was some skill there. It seemed like Moff... like Excalibur. Right, the the big uh, Claymore's. Lucas impression. Right, but uh, perfect. Um, but I my my take on it was Gideon was just super, super aggressive, and he was just 100% all the way. And he kind of started to overpower Mando a little bit, but then Mando's just kind of like, all right, all I got to do is fight him, and I'm going to beat him. Yeah. Well, yeah, because Mando's a warrior, right? Right. I mean, I mean when know. he took that spear out, had it there, yeah. and then he kicked it behind his back, like he kicked the bottom part yeah, of it and I flipped it that. over. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. So it was it was a good fight, but I feel like Gideon was, and I think it's on purpose. He was just like swinging it as hard as he could with no yeah. real plan. Well, so two things. One is, do well, you think that um, you're going to say the same thing? I'm no. Do you think that he thought? Um, yeah, I don't know if he'd fought with a dark saber before. I don't know what he was expecting. So I almost wondered did huh. did he know well, how that would yeah. react with the best car? And then number sure. two is, did you notice? So it's, it's a two part question. The spear. You know, would it, uh, when the Close. dark saber would hit it, it would get red, yeah. or, you know, hot. And so, yeah. is is the dark saber, Chad? Because you know more than both of us. Is it is it stronger than a regular lightsaber, Chad? No, no it's no. a light. It's just okay. a lightsaber that the first uh, Mandalorian Jedi made. Right. That's all. Yeah, it's just a normal kyber crystal same power. You re- could have asked me that same question. I, I would have been able to answer it, but that's I don't fine. remember when. Um, the the magistrate fought Ahsoka with it. I don't remember them doing that, showing that that thing was you know the best well, car yeah. was getting heated up. She, I don't think she hit it that hard. It was it was more of a skilled battle between the two of them, where Gideon was just pushing as hard as he could, and he was just blocking everything while he continued to shove right, the, right. as close as he could. That didn't yeah. happen with Ahsoka and the magistrate. Yeah, there was, those were quick strikes. Yeah, Jacob. Do you right. have anything else to say about that battle? Um, I don't like how we're quick so quickly glossing over it, but I know what's upcoming, and I know where we're going to spend a good chunk of our time. Well, so Mando so. defeats defeats him. And, oh, I'm glad um, you brought that up. Yeah, uh, and Mando <laughs> then obviously you know takes hold of the the dark saber. But next next we see is they all come into the bridge. Um, yeah. And who is not happy with that, Jacob? Bogotan is not happy in. I was surprised. Like, and, Why? But that Don't goes you know back because. Happening? Why is she not I thought, happy? But it, it's like what I talked about a, a little bit earlier in the, this this podcast is I thought that her goal was to have him kneel before her, oh, not so win in battle. So I'm then. like, I'm thinking to myself watching this, I'm like, oh man, our guy Mando did it again. Once again, this is the opposite of what we thought was going to happen. In our last podcast, we thought it was going to be doom and gloom into the world. Yeah, well, our prediction our guy was Mando wrong. did. Yeah, it was. Yeah, our guy Mando did it again. He's got the child in one arm. He's got Moff Gideon in the other. He's fixing to make Moff Gideon kneel right before Bogaton, and the world will end happily. But once again, I hit pause on my phone. So oh, crap, there's like 20 minutes left. Something else is going to happen. I did. So when he walked in there, I did hit that. 
Yeah, and there was like 20 minutes left. I was like, man, there's still quit like doing that. a decent amount to go. Gotta quit doing that. That's, yeah. that's well, no, ridiculous. That, no, I do that because like it actually makes me happy. Like, oh man, there's gonna, there's it's not almost over. Like, there's more. You know, I, I yeah. do it for both. I do it for good and for bad. But so let's let's talk about that, Chad. The um the whole Bo-Katan, Moff Gideon, Mando, yeah. Dark Saber issue. Yeah. What are your, what are your thoughts there with that uh, that storyline? Well, I mean, if you go back to you know Darth Maul and stuff, uh, you know, and and when he got the dark saber, you it, you have to beat the person that has it in order to wield it. Um, why are you shaking your head? No, I'm sorry because that's not. And I know you're going to get to it, but did Bo Katan beat Sabine? I did. I did question that. That's a good point. That's a good point. She gave it to her, didn't she? Yeah, she, she straight up gave it to her, and that's the first thing I thought of. And and again. But, I'm not giving credit to myself. I've watched Rebels more recently than anyone in this room. <laughs> I did think but of that. But Sabine straight up gave it to her. Yeah. And the huh. only thing that justified it in my mind was I feel like Moff said something about you can't get it again. I f- hmm. And that's the only thing that justified in my mind. It's like he's, you know, and again, I know we're getting into like super, sure. you know, uh, that is interesting. Mm-hmm. But like That's, he, I, I feel that. like he said, you can't earn it again. Maybe that, it's just it's just glossing over a quote unquote mistake. Maybe they made now in Rebels you know, from Rebels. Like they, they're maybe they're trying to fix that, or maybe it's because I don't know. Because well, Denny Z just like okay, I yield. Like we fought, you win. You know, and it's and he's like, no, 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 nah, that's not how it works either. So, well, that's and, a good point. Here, I don't here, know. Yeah, here's why I'm okay with it because I feel like Bo-Katan is a very pride, prideful character. Yeah, and maybe she's a, the two times she's gotten the dark saber given to is going to go against the Mandalorian code. You well, know. then Gideon said it's the story, not the Darksaber itself. Well, yeah. It's how so, you obtained it. Right? Yeah, it's, that's where we're at. So the first time she got it, she lost it. I'm, can, we're, we're talking yeah. about Which something. Which we don't right? know yet. Slow. We're talking about something, Brian. So the first time she got it. <laughs> we're talking about something. <laughs> <laughs> the first time she got it was from Sabine. Sure. Not much of a story there. No. And then she lost it. Lost it, it somehow. Right? right, right. Right. Thank you, Chad. You, you knew where I was going because you're a Star Wars fan and all. <laughs> Good one. And then the second time, she doesn't want this. She's she doesn't want to repeat the same thing. Well, so but Could I wrote be. down: yeah. Katan has to defeat Mando to get the saber. I said it must, it must be one in battle. And then to your point, Chad. And I thought, yeah, I guess Gideon did say that the dark uh-huh. saber doesn't have power. The story does. Right. No. Right. Bo Katan says that. No, Gideon. No, was Gideon it Gideon does. Does. She yeah, says Gideon he's says right. That. She says he's yeah. right. That's the only thing she says that whole time. And, and I don't know if that's to, I don't know if that's to the story part or just to like I have to earn it. You know, you can't just give it to me. But that just yeah, there's a hole there because it's given to her. And I mean, we can explain it like you're saying, well, Jacob, and that makes sense. Yeah, but but, but he but still there's a hole there. At least at this point, I don't think he gave it to her. Right? He was telling no, her, he take, it, take it, take it, take it, take it. Yeah, I. Well, then, I I, I yield in the battle, yeah. right? So if yeah. they have the fight, he says, "I yield, you win, you beat me. Here you go." Yeah, and that was, still wasn't good enough in this instance. Right. So I don't know. That but might that's just be where a it ended. Bible. You know, that's where it ended. So all right, Jet. So this point. is where it gets. It was good up to that point, but this is where it gets really good. Oh man! <sighs> so the I'm, dark I'm troopers start crying again. The dark troopers come back. Um, 
they return. Yes, they do. Chad they was not Dr. surprised by that because he already Good knew for that. You, Chad. Um, we get Gideon's, you know, again narration about, you know, you took one, how you're not gonna be able to take a whole platoon, yeah. blah blah blah. I you did, struggle to take I down did one. know yeah. you see his like the joy and the excitement on his face as the dark uh troopers yeah. return. But then contrast that a few moments later when he learns that a Jedi has arrived on the ship <laughs> and yeah. his face is the complete opposite. Are you right? still Fear. doubting my guy, Juan Carlos? No, Pizzino, I for got an actor? some stuff, some notes on that yeah. for later. He um, carried it. So, um, you know, I did have, um, I did have a note. Uh, oh, so when, when the, when, let's just talk about, so when they announce that a, a ship has come and they see it's an X-Wing and you see the... Did you guys know immediately it's Luke when it's in one X-Wing? I wasn't entirely convinced quite yet. I mean, that was my leading possibility, but I was like, I don't know still. My first thought was, well, you know, it's it's one now. Then all of a sudden it was going to be like all these rebel ships mm. jump out of hyperspace. Uh -huh. The New Republic. Like and it was like... Skywalker. And it was like, you know, There's they're here to save the day, right? Yeah. Um... But obviously that didn't happen. But then when they, um, then obviously when you when you see the video of him, I think I, I think walking. I knew for sure when, um, what's her name, Cara Dune was. When she lying. says it's a Jedi, yeah. and, then it's, and then she says one X-wing. Eh, what's that going to do? Well, it's when she says it's a and Jedi, and then you knew it was one X-wing. That's when There's I. Only that's what I knew. That's when I knew. Uh, like it's it's Luke. Sense. It's Luke. Of course, it's. I kept having doubts, so I mean, it obviously looking at it again, yeah. but I'm just like, okay, green lightsaber X-wing it has to be right. But what if oh. it's not? But what if well, it's not? It's having so doubts. Look yeah. at the way they Because I was they just did. waiting for him to to like be like, ah, just kidding. It's not really him. It's another guy. Yeah, they the couldn't do that. They couldn't. You're right. Gave you. They did it little by little. The one X-wing, then you got um, obviously it's a Jedi and he's in robes, black robes. Mm -hmm. Then you got the green saber. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the black glove. And then the black glove. They yeah, they did they kept building they on it. This is your the guy. The belt buckle. Well. Yeah. The belt buckle. Yeah. Um, I, I would say I was ninety eight percent after Kara said her thing. What's one X-wing gonna do? And then of course you know. I mean we know he called out to a. Jedi, or he called out the yeah, Force, right, and right. we've talked about that. But we didn't I mean, know who like, was... Look, I did not think it was going to be Luke Skywalker. And I didn't necessarily either. Did you, Chad? Right. Not necessarily. I wasn't... I thought that would be the best case scenario, but I didn't know if they'd be willing to do it or wanting to go that, that well, way. Well, let me ask you this, Chad. I thought it was bold for them to I think do it's it. bold. Yeah, it's bold. I do too. I think, I think yeah, it's yeah. bold because, like what I just talked about, I think they're laying their cards out for Mandalorian. So there's more and stories to tell. How's there going to be more stories, though? What? Because what you've now Grogu is with Luke Skywalker. So you Grogu is training with Luke Skywalker. Maybe this won't be in the show. I'm not saying this yeah. will be part of the Mandalorian. It won't. It won't be part of Mandalorian. But there are stories to tell here with Grogu. Still, you have a yeah. billion dollar toy here. You're not just going to be like, and that's it. He's done. Oh no, no, yeah, no. You're right. He's going to be you're in right. comics. He's going to be in a book. He's going to be somewhere, some media. To tell a story about Luke training all these characters, all these Padawans that we didn't see. We he went yeah. from blowing up Death Star two to 
I almost killed my nephew, and now I'm an old grump. We had yeah. nothing in between. Yeah. We're there, gonna get some of that there's somewhere. There's a solid twenty plus years in between that I hope they would. I hope they're filling in. They've got to. Otherwise, you wouldn't bring Luke there. You'd bring a new character, a new Jedi, or somebody else that wouldn't. You wouldn't have to tell. You wouldn't have to fill in any gaps. Right. You have to well, fill in gaps I'm, with Luke. I'm super happy because this is the this is the Luke that we wanted. This is the Luke I right. wanted. Oh yeah. You know we got oh, to see Master amazing. Luke. He's using the Force. He's using the uh, the lightsaber, obviously, but more importantly, just you know he's he's pushing he's guys. Powerful. He's throwing things at them. He takes that one dark trooper and he like I call Easily. it Force crushes him. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know it was so that was the last cool. one. Yeah. Um, and that's, dude, that's, that's what we've wanted to see. Like that's, that's what I went into the sequel trilogy, hoping yep. to see yep. to some degree. I knew he right. was going to be talked, older. We I talked about gonna, this back before episode yeah. seven. This was our, or episode yeah. eight before episode eight. Yeah. This was our discussion on this podcast because we're going to see master Luke Skywalker yeah. do these. Awesome, I mean, I remember having predictions about how we would just do things we'd never seen before. Right. Which obviously did not happen. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so for me, I mean, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating here. There were tears streaming yeah. down my face. I got, I told, <laughs> I told Chad because you hadn't watched it yet, dude. Yeah. I got when I knew it was Luke and and I'm watching him. I got goosebumps. Like yeah. I literally I, got goosebumps yeah. watching it. I told Brian, this is truth. I told another person this too today. Is I sat there at the edge of the couch at 6:30 in the morning, right? I'm the only one awake. And I had both of my hands over my mouth like a little child that was excited about something. And I sat there for that whole, what, three, four minutes with yeah. both my hands covering my mouth with this giant oh, smile on my face. Yeah. Like, are they going to do it? Is it really him? Is it really yeah. him? Right, right. Exactly. It was like, uh, it was almost unbelievable. It was, like, it was almost it. unbelievable. They're doing it. They're doing yeah. it. They're doing it right. And then, I mean, I don't know I don't know how far we're trying to get in forward here. I don't no, want to still chance thunder. But Go ahead. Just seeing Luke in the way that we saw Luke, like we just saw, I mean, it was yeah, it's great. amazing. Like, this is the so Luke good. that, like you just guys just said, that's my piece of it. It's the Luke that we didn't get in three friggin' yeah. full-length right. yep. movies. So what you Trilogy guys think movies, the, the Skywalker saga, coming yeah. to an end, the Skywalker sequel trilogy, and we have to get him. I'll yep. take it. So what do you guys it. think of the uh, the CGI? Not perfect, but but Go good. Tread. It wasn't perfect. It wasn't perfect, but it was much better. I think it's better than Rogue One. I think they've come. Oh no! Really? Yeah, I thought I, I thought Tarkin. I feel like the technology went backwards. I thought oh. Tarkin was spot on. Tarkin in Rogue was pretty One. good. Leia I thought like Leia doll. wasn't great in Rogue One. I still, still, and I've only seen it once, but I thought Leia was better than Luke in this. Mm. I with the CGI, I, I but it, for me this. it was the for me it was the vocals. They didn't line up. The eyes? No, no. The way he oh, the moved vocals. his mouth. Oh, vocals, yeah, yeah. With yeah. well, there, yeah. It's there were a couple times where it seems like he was saying something. His mouth was really tight lipped, yeah. right? Like, yeah, like not moving at all. But I, that's I'll right. I'll say it wasn't perfect, but I thought it was. Still, I mean, it looked just like him. I thought it yeah. looked. The look was, was the, the look was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, everything I, was spot on. I do notice, like when I watch things on my TV, like if I see something in the movies and I watch it on my TV, the special effects you are more noticeable. The CGI stuff is more noticeable for whatever reason. I'm sure there's a reason behind it on a TV than it is like bigger. on a big screen. Uh, um, you're saying big? It's better in a big screen. 
than on yeah. your TV? The CGI is always better yeah, in a yeah. movie than when you're sure. watching it on your TV. Like you can notice the CGI more sure. on a TV. I don't know what it is, but um, for me, the the part of the CGI that was like his hair was like Ken doll. It was like perfect. Like yeah. it was like it looked well, computer generated. Not hair only that, but, but but dude, let me just say though, I'm I'm happy because here's what oh, you could have yeah. got. You could have got number one, no Luke Skywalker. Right, right. Number two, you could have got, you know, you could have got a stand-in Cal or something. Uh, well, no, a stand-in as far as to look you know, like Luke a Skywalker. Look-alike. Oh, so yeah. That looks like you know I, Sebastian so Stan. Yeah, so yeah. I'm okay that they they went the CGI route, you know. And, yeah. and to be honest with you, even though like one point of it looked like a video game to me, like one shot of it has a couple of his shots face, for me. I, I would still watch an entire series of CGI mm-hmm. Luke with, if I had the opportunity yeah. to do and that. And that's surprising. And Chad, I'd love to hear your part of this because we've talked about Sebastian Stan. God, I hope we're doing it right, Sebastian Stan. Yeah, yeah, that's Sebastian. The Stan. guy, yep. yeah, thank you, Chad. Being the guy that takes up the mantle. Sitting here today and thinking I saw Sebastian Stan, but real life Sebastian Stan, it would have not been the same. It would have not held mm. the same weight, and I would not have brought tears to my eyes. Yeah, um, it wouldn't have looked like him as much. Right. It as just, it did. you know, no matter what they do, it, it would have not been Luke to an extent. So, I'm, like Brian said, I'm glad they went the CGI route. I feel like the technology wasn't perfect. And it did dis- it did di- distract me for a couple moments. Sure. When yeah. I was super involved and super emotional in that scene, and it's like, oh, he's got Kendall hair and his mouth isn't moving right. Yeah, but, but, so, but so, all right, let's do this though. So um, let's move off the CGI because I, I do want to back up to when he was fighting because there was one, one, one thing that I pointed out that reminded me of the prequels in Anakin was when you, you would see the security cam footage of luke fighting yeah yeah that reminded me when they view the security cam footage of anakin uh, fighting through the jedi temple yeah like that was very reminiscent of me of, sure. of that for yeah, me yeah um and then uh uh jacob you pointed out you know uh the corridor scene specifically probably and i think other people have but that kind of gave you a rogue one vibe um as he's you know going down fighting through the corridor yeah so yeah, and Chad, Chad Chad picked up on that same thing. That that's the first thing I thought of when I saw that. Um, the lightsaber was obviously like the focal point of the scene. Um, there was mist and darkness and things, and just the way they were, uh, way the way, you know, Anakin Vader did in Rogue One, the way Luke did in this, uh, sad yeah. to say, Chapter Sixteen of the Mandalorian. But the way that Luke did in this, it was very reminiscent, yeah. right, oh, yeah. Chad? It, I think the, they. It seems like they almost did it on purpose. Oh like yeah. Like to to mirror that, not exactly, but to mirror it very closely. Vader going through yeah. there and Luke doing the same. I mean, he even did some of the same motions when he crushed that droid mm-hmm. that yeah, you were talking yeah. about. Vader did the same thing. He was holding the guy up and crushed and choked him out like that. I mean, they were doing same hand motions and yeah, everything. They, I think they did this it on was an opportunity for Luke. To have his due to to yeah. one up his father in a way, yeah. Um, and they did they did a good standpoint. job of mirroring. it. You have something to say, Brian? Well, because no, you I mean, not not the character, but as far as the for, storytelling for, our for the perception. writers, for the writers, yeah. yeah for us as the viewers to see Luke given his due as a powerful Jedi, right? Just like his father before him. 
You yeah. wait, are you gonna tell me he you don't think he one upped his dad? These were dark troopers. Those were regular my, human. My, I'm um, saying it's not his intention to one up his dad. No, of course yeah. not. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. It's not it's, there's not a it's not a competition between him and Vader. Okay, so uh but we had the reveal to the group. You know, he he comes in uh through the doors, they open the doors for him. Um, oh, you know, before that we had where uh, Moth actually attacks Bo-Katan, and then um, I thought she was like done for a second. For a second, I did too. Yeah, and then um, yeah. and then he turns and he attacks the child, and, and Mando Tries jumps to. in and yeah. uh, you know uh, becomes him. a shield for him. So so that's interesting to me. Why do you think he did that? Like because so he that, lost, or do you think it was too like he um, he didn't want him to be trained like he didn't want more jedi nah. or no he just lost and i if i lose i'm killing everybody here that i can including myself <laughs> okay. so you like that little guy the most i hate her because he hates bo oh, clearly yeah. and mandalorians yeah. he yeah. hates her you love him so i'm gonna kill that and then i'm killing myself not yeah, because i, I don't to... want him to be put on jedi uh, yeah but because i just i you like it and i'm gonna destroy your life as i'm about to lose yeah, okay. I love I love how Kara put a stop to it. I thought that was great, but I'm with yeah. you. I thought that Bo was kind of donezo at that point for a second, right? Yeah, for, yeah. for just a that. brief second. But then yeah. I also was like, so wait a minute. He grabbed the gun, was able yeah. to mow down Bo Katan. He shot like five times. At yeah, the he shot like too. five times before they <laughs> pulled on him. That was yeah. Kinda, it's like whoa, stop him, guys! Everyone, stop <laughs> him. Yeah. All right. So, Only 10 so more shots. We, that's it. We get the big Luke reveal. We already talked about the CGI, but um, so this is it. Like, this is, are we going to, you know, as you're watching this, like, what's going to happen? Is Grogu going to go? Is he not going to go? Is, you know, so, you know, Luke, we hear him talk, right? Um, and so he says, you know, come little one. And, uh, and then, um, you know. Feels like a Christmas song. <laughs> Christmas song. <laughs> Uh, but then Mando's, you know, like he doesn't want to go with you. Now, did you think that was just Mando? Like, <laughs> he doesn't want to go. He's gonna say he yeah, doesn't want right? to go. He's gonna like, say no. Okay, thanks. Thanks for saving us. Bye. He wants yeah. to stay with me and use the force. Yeah. Thanks for coming. We 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 changed our mind. You can go now. Yeah. Everything's you know, fine like, now. How how are you? Yeah. <laughs> um, That's good but then he says uh, he wants your permission. You know, Luke yeah, says that was Mando, cool. yeah, he wants your permission, cool. which was, you know, so I started to think about this because, look, you know, you figure a lot of little kids are watching this and they see that relationship between mm. uh, Grogu and the Mando and to see him, even for us, I think, you know, to see him, you know, ditch Mando, so to speak, that's, that's hard. It's hard to watch. And so uh. I like how they wrote it was that, you know, Grogu wanted to get Mando's permission to go. And I like the fact that, like, Mando didn't hand him over to Luke. Like, you actually yeah. saw Grogu walk over there. I noticed that, too. Um, yeah, that was good. I think that was important from a from a writing standpoint to just kind of, like, help us. And then I think the biggest part was having R2 come in. Yeah. And then that was, like, that's, like, the ultimate comfort factor. When you see yeah. R2. It's going to be then fine. Then you're like, yeah, he's with They're R2. Buddies. and. You know, everything's going to be okay. What? You don't yeah. feel like that? No, no. I felt like that at the moment, but then I immediately started thinking about Luke's future. Well, and that's how, down the road. I mean, yeah, how many years? But, but years I understand later. that, but... There's our stories we, to be told. Right, yeah. That, yeah. You're right. There's yeah. there's your season 
three or next episodes. But but ultimately, he's in good hands, right? And I, yes, but I, I would say like, at this yeah, moment yes. for sure. Um, I felt yes. more for Mando. Oh you yeah. Know, yeah, at that yeah. too. Yeah. Not, not only is he for. dealing with angry Bo-Katan for his taking Moff Gideon down when he tried right. to kill him, you know, like what what's right. he gonna do? You know, yeah. like sorry, well, I can't well, let's pause. Let's yeah. pause. Uh, she you. wants to she talk to you, you first, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah, but he does right. say, Luke says uh, he's strong with the Force, but talent without training is nothing. He says, yeah. I'll give my life to protect the child, but he will not be safe until he uh, masters his abilities. Yeah. yeah Ahsoka cool. talked about that. Very good. You know, huh? Ahsoka talked, you know, sort like, of, yeah, yeah you know, training is important. And... Um, now, so, you know, Mando says, you know, he when he's, before he gives him over, he says, you know, I'll see you again. And he says, I promise. Yeah. So... Um, you know, well, I'll save that question in the end. I, I know you guys already know what I'm going to ask. We'll just save some of that stuff for the end. But uh, but the big, you know, I, it's not a big reveal, but, I mean, it's definitely a, like a, a touching moment. You know, Mando takes his mask off. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yep. first, you know, Grogu kind of reaches out, is touching the... Yeah, touches his helmet. Touching the helmet, yeah. and then Mando takes the helmet off. Yeah. So is that the first time? We would assume that's the first time Grogu, Grogu saw... Uh, Din Djarin's yeah. face. Yeah, uh, he saw his chin that one time. He drank yeah. the, the stuff, right. but and he was yeah. even looking up, trying to see underneath it at that time. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I mean, he was he but was yeah, obviously this is the false time. Yeah. yeah, I agreed. He was obviously curious when he was still trying to look under the the helmet. You know, in episode two or three of this season. Yeah, and right. that's why he, again, I mean, credit to the directors. The like we knew that nothing was being said. And we knew, at least I did, and I assume you guys did as well, because y'all are both smarter than me. But like you knew, you. you're welcome. That. You Appreciate knew that. what Grogu wanted when he just, yeah, kind of caressed the mask. You knew yeah. he wanted to see him. Da-da. And it took like three scenes that were 15 seconds in total to know that Grogu, who's never said a word, wanted to wanted him to remove his mask, his helmet, yeah, and. It was wonderful. Powerful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, you had the moment when, uh, you know, uh, well, I did write down, there was a cool moment where Luke nods to Mando. Um, <laughs> I wrote that down because it stuck out to me. But then, you know, yeah, that moment when Luke's walking away with Grogu and over his shoulder, and they kind of, Grogu and Mando, uh, Mando lock eyes. Yeah. And that's when, like, you know, he really starts to tear up. Yeah. He wouldn't, he wouldn't shed that tear, though. No. Stayed but in those eyeballs. He, he kept it in. Cara Doesn't Dune, come down that cheek. Cara Dune even looked like she was welling up a little bit. That's um, the tattoo. But so <laughs> the question is, <laughs> gentlemen, did you cry? I've already admitted I did. I bought. No, I, I, I'm I not, didn't cry This either, is ridiculous, man. right? I think I, I think I cried more for <laughs> this episode than my... I'm not going to say it. No, I'm saying it. might listen to this. It'll be on uh, the internet forever. Uh, yeah. But we also got a cool shot of Luke, R2, and Grogu in the that elevator. Cool. Yeah, uh, that that, cool. That's like one of those shots that'll stick out as, yep. as like well-framed, you know? Yeah. Um, but guys, uh, and we'll talk about the after credit scene in a minute, but... Um, what any other thoughts on on how that how that wrapped up on Luke on on anything there? They did a good job. I was pleased. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. I was pleased. It was impactful. It moved me. It was it was exactly the we've talked about. It was, it was the Luke that I wanted to see for 
a long, long, long time, you know, and, and we finally got to see that Luke and all the frustrations that we had with waiting in line at the theaters and leaving the theater and not getting to see that Luke and then waiting another three years and hoping we could, we got it and we weren't expecting yeah. it. Yeah. And that emotion slapped me across the face and it was, it was impactful. All right, let me, Chad, you still got a little bit of time here? I'm done. Yeah, Go ahead. Sure. All right. All right so I want to ask you guys some questions and, and, um, yeah, I, I guess we'll get to the bonus scene real quick, the post-credit scene. I will remember you. Okay, that was the. Um, that, is that the only? Is that the second post-credit scene we've seen in any type of Star Wars? Because um, I know we got Darth Maul in the Solo movie, or was that a yeah. post-credit scene? No, I don't. Was was it? I can't remember now. I don't know. I can't remember either. But I was surprised because I, I, Chad, I'm glad you told me. Because I wouldn't have seen it. Um, yeah, I sat there just being like, wow, that was really good. While the credits rolled and just kind of reading the names and seeing Mark Hamill's name there. I'm like, man. Yeah, and I just yeah. kept sitting there, sitting there. And I'm like, oh, Twin Sons. What is Oh, oh th- there's more. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So Jabba's Palace. Uh, Chad, why don't you walk us through it? Walk us through the post credit scene. Just so, for old yeah, time's so sake. Yeah, so you get Twin home, Sons, right? You get the yeah. Twin Sons. You see, you you know immediately you're on Tatooine. Right. You're like, okay, what's happening now on Tatooine? And then you see Jabba's Palace in the background. You're like, oh, okay. And then you see, you go in there and you see a big old fat Bib Fortuna. Like, <laughs> Dude, he Bib is. Bib Fortuna's is. like trying to be Jabba the Hutt in <laughs> every way possible. He's into Living the role, right? Living He's got big life. old chins. <laughs> He's got a Twi'lek slave. He's got, you know, he's got some, some buddies no around him. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder Jabba no bother. Uh, and then you hear someone get shot, right? And you see him roll down the stairs and you're like, okay, so this is That's coming? why those Gamorrean warriors are so skinny is Bib Fortuna's <laughs> eating all the food. Yeah, he gets all the all the food, yeah. So you hear a couple guys get shot. You see the, he tells the Gamorrean guard to go. Gamorrean guard runs to the stairs. He gets shot and down comes Finnick. And she's she's just just taking everybody out. She literally shoots yeah. every single person around him. They fall dead. The Twi'lek kind of looks at him. You know, she's chained up, and she frees her like and says, "Get out of here." Uh, and then here comes Boba, and you get the Hutties uh, from Bid Fortuna saying, "Oh, I heard rumors that you were still. Yeah. We've been looking for you, basically. Like, oh, yeah. I'm so glad you're back." And he just shoots him right in the face, like right yeah. in the third chin down. He's just like. Boom! And he just slumps over with his cool yeah. little walking stick there, um, and yeah, to see to see Boba just like shove him off, go sit on the throne like yeah, this is where I'm supposed to be. Yep. And then Phoenix in the back grabbing the whatever that's called the blue yeah. the blue juice, and she's just like, all right, I can get used to this. And you're like, okay, we had Crime Lord Darth Maul in in the in the cartoons and also in the solo movie. They gave him that you know persona that he was kind of over this crime family or syndicate and now we're gonna have boba fett crime lord uh yeah he's not a you good think guy so? guys. i don't know if you know this but boba fett he's not a nice guy he's not a good guy he worked with mando for his benefit to get his armor and to keep his word but he is not a good guy he is a villain oh. and now we're gonna get boba fett villain and fennec she's not a good guy either she's a bounty hunter she's out for herself i think a better word than villain is probably an opportunist I think they're uh, both, both anti-hero, maybe. 
maybe uh, antihero. Anti yeah. Opportunist is a good descriptor, but, yeah, but but they're not good people. They aren't good guys. They are not the hero. They're not the antagonist yeah. or the protagonist of the story. Yeah, right, so we're, we're gonna, gonna root get, for him. And Brian, get, Brian, you know, I'm gonna. I'm, you ready? Uh, Can you pause for a second? Because I'm gonna toot your horn. Toot, well, I didn't toot. say no. My prediction but, wasn't right. Well, it kind I thought of maybe he turned like, his back on on Mando after oh, according he got to the what, kid. Well, yeah, but you but, you said like straight up like he's not a good guy, and, and yeah. And yeah. that is how this last few episodes went down and the way they portrayed Boba and how I've fallen more in love with Boba than I've ever been is mm -hmm. kind of good guy Boba. Now, I naturally root for the good guys to an extent. Yeah. But so we're going to get him, him on the throne. Can I just... Well, I just, I just wish you would just talk faster. Just... Seeing him on the throne <laughs> with Finnick behind him, yeah. I thought to myself, well, maybe this is what, this is what my initial thought was. Maybe he's going to right the wrongs of Java. Because I'm such a optimistic oh, person, right? No way. I'm like, yeah. Jabba did him wrong. Jabba let him die slowly in the Starlight Pit. We know he worked for Jabba for all these years, on and off for jobs. So I was thinking, well, maybe he's going to do a better job than Jabba. He's got the throne now. A better job of being a crime lord. Yeah. Yes, yes. Kind and of he probably extent. will. He'll yeah. probably run a tighter ship, and crime lording will be the best crime lorder he's <laughs> okay. ever been. You don't have to Tatooine. say crime lord anymore. I get the point. <laughs> All right, so uh, so the Boba Fett, I guess we're going to get the rest of the story Boba in a book. Um, Boba Fett. It sounds like. Or look what? Like. You got in a book? That's what it says. It's uh, The book is coming out. And no, no. That that's the story. That's the book of Boba Fett is the title. It's you're not getting a book called oh, Boba Fett. Oh, it's not Fett. a book. Are you no, sure? No. Yeah, I, I am think, I, I think am like ninety five percent sure Wait, that did there they has announce, already been. Did they announce a Boba Fett when this a new Boba release Fett came spin off out? Is happening? Yes. No, yes. but that the book we went new, through. Listen, the, both of you yeah. listen to oh, me. Yes, sir. <laughs> Say it, Chad. Know. He gets angry. A couple weeks ago, when they announced Wait, all these what? projects what coming it? out, was that was one last of them? week? Yes, no, that was not one. That was not one of them. <laughs> yeah, oh, it no. wasn't. No, it wasn't. That's one why of the I questioned ones, the big ones that they said. But they have already mentioned that they're doing a Boba Fett show. But it's that already confirmed? been talked about. Even on your Rebel Force Radio, one of those boys says they have insider Rebel information and it is indeed happening. Um, so it's not the book of Boba Fett. Because that'd be really weird. Be like, all right, guys, here comes a book. Get ready to read this book of Boba right. Fett. So like it's going to be a show. Eli. The natural assumption to make is that the book of Boba Fett is its own standalone series, quite show. possibly a miniseries. So yeah. I guess so if you would have read this book. just like two minutes before we started doing this, you'd have... <laughs> I, guarantee, I guarantee other people had the same No, never. Thought. No, I don't no, think no, so. I mean, the first thing I thought was, oh, Boba Fett's miniseries. Yeah. All right. Um, it's called The Book of Boba Fett. It could be Why like would they introduce journal? a book like that? Uh. At the end, like, be like, here, look that? at this cool shot. What a crappy way to go out. Wait yeah. till you get the words. Go read the book. Wait till you get the words. This isn't little Aunt, little orphan Annie. <laughs> well, or for Brian's Brian's sake, wait till you get the audio book. It's gonna be great. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's before we get into some of the questions, just real quick, I did print out, um, I, and I tried to search hard. You know, I, I, a lot of celebrities aren't on Twitter. It seems like uh, I typed in a bunch of names, them. but. Mark Hamill. Um, so I wanted to oh, get some reaction to, to, yeah. to this episode, right? So Mark Hamill said, "Seen anything good on TV lately?" That was his uh, reaction. Very funny, Mark. Uh, Ming Na Wen, who's uh, Fennec, she said, "This is Agent the way." May. And then she also said, um, 
love my season two gear from the Mandalorian season finale today. Then she said, mind blowing, right? Is what right. she said. Mm. Uh, Gina Carano, Cara Dune. She said, sweet congrats to the director of the Mandalorian season finale, Mr. Peyton Reed. And he did do a fantastic job. Yep. Ant-Man, yeah. Yep, right. um, he directed two episodes this season and never stopped smiling ear to ear. Endless fun en- energy. Bravo, Peyton. Um, and then and she then, followed it up with hashtag Trump's the president for the next four years. No, but she did say, uh, keeping the keeping this spoiler free, but want to give a huge shout out to hashtag we love Cara Dune group. So many of you have been angels to me this year. I'll never forget it. Enjoy the Mandalorian finale. I'll be crashing your YouTube channels and Zooms soon for a little Spotchka party. Not us. She's just, joining she has us. no idea we exist. No, but, but you supported her. We you did. Like, but for we used, her. It's, she's I, until I saw this tweet, big, big I didn't realize we used the wrong hashtag. Crash. Oh, no. <laughs> you come on. Yeah, I know. You had a we chance. Care you, doing. I thought it was yeah. hashtag we support. I don't know. I made it up, I think. It is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> anyway. Um, we just suck at marketing ourselves. Yeah. Right through um, the fingers. All right. So, guys, here's some questions for you. Let her rip, Tim right? Chip. Will we see Luke again? There yes is. or no? Just quick, quick answers. No. no. Yeah, I, 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 I tend to agree with Chad, and, and I'd be fine with it. I'm, I'm drawing it out because that's what I do. Yeah. I'd say no, and I'm fine with that. I don't want to see any more Luke. That was enough for me. Um, I think, I think I'm not going to give you yes or no. I'm going to think it's, a, I think it's a possibility. It's your Wait, that wasn't an option. I know. I'm sorry. Didn't give you that option. You said yes or no. I think it's and possible. And you're like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it's possible it's a possible. C? A, yes, B, no, C, so, okay. possible? If, if possible, Brian, where? where Disney you, Plus. Where season three? Dis- no, well, no, 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 not Mandalorian. Okay. No. Right, well, that's what I'm at. Not so like, more... you know, what, what screen is it going to be on? I'm just okay, saying like, I'm where sorry. a new, will, a new will, series. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, do you guys think Luke will get his own series? No. No. I yeah, think we'll. I think we'll see this version of Luke again in something else. Look, comics this is a another story Disney that people Plus show. Want. What happened comics. after Return of the Jedi? Oh, comics! Get out of here with the comics. No, I don't think you. so, Chad. I, I don't think they just. It's just, I. That's fine. Like the comics are really this. good and stuff, but like, look, man, I, I prefer. <laughs> I prefer to digest my. Star Wars in, in sure. film. Well, yeah, and, and I But do you're too. not gonna get you're not gonna get a Luke Skywalker episode yeah, series. It's not gonna happen. Um Yeah, I knew you're not gonna get well, but he didn't ask for a Luke Skywalker series. He I asked did. are you gonna see him again? Get, well, that was the first question. Oh. I think well I think yeah, we'll see him I guess again the I asked, same version. Yeah, I think we'll see him again All the right. same version we saw. Can I finish my <laughs> blasted thing, man? I think we'll see him again the way that we saw him in this, maybe obviously not to that much action. But I think we'll see a glimpse of him again at some point in all these Disney Plus series coming out. In the sure, CGI. you might get some background. Yeah, will some, we yeah, see could, uh, Grogu in the Mandalorian again? Absolutely, mm. Chadley. Mm. I'm not absolutely. I don't know. I mean, you would think you think he they'd he, have to. He did say, "I'll to. see you again." Sure, I promise. You say that to people when you leave them all the time, and there's lots of times you don't ever see those people again. It's just a nice thing to say. Fingers crossed. I don't crossed. say I promise. <laughs> well, I yes, promise. because you're not acting in a TV show either. And have lines <laughs> written for you. Otherwise, maybe you would. Yeah. Uh, John I mean, Favreau's not it's writing possible. your dialogue. It's possible. I don't know if I'd say absolutely, but I guess the more I think about it, it'd be crazy not to show him somewhere. I don't think he'll be involved 
nearly as much as he has been. It'll Agreed. be like a cameo type thing. If no, does. see, I don't even think it's going to be a cameo. I think I now I like the way it's shifting. Right, I feel like season it's three is going to actually yeah. be the Mandalorian, which we talked about, not that. the Baby yeah. Yoda right. or the Grogu. Right. right, but like what you said, Chad, how much money? Like, there's no way. Can you yeah. stop moving? I want to see Chad. Right. Oh, you're Chad. right. How much? I, they, I mean, know, there's I, there's no way to to walk away from him forever because there's too much money invested, and he brings in a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. So there's yeah, no like he's gonna be. Right. I feel like we're gonna we're see him right. You have right. the episodes for season three. Yeah, I mean, you do want. We're, so we've been through two seasons now with Grogu and this relationship, and so you do wonder: is, is there going to be a drop off for season three of people that are like, sure, eh, you know, I'm not interested if if he's not in it. Yeah, sure. Maybe Yoda yeah, that's in possible. the memes. Yeah, yeah the memes. These, why these ratings went? Because everyone saw this memes and was like, "What's this all about?" Yeah, and I feel like they tuned in for the stupid memes. Tune in for the memes. In All right, for so the memes. Um, they better come out with another stupid meme. So we would assume season three, which by the way is not coming out till Christmas now next year. Oh, um, that's that's due to Corona, I, I, I get. I would say they're probably not being able to start. But um, um, we would assume that the story then is obviously you know him helping Bo-Katan somehow, some way. You know, get Mandalore back, right? He has no ship. He's mm-hmm. stuck with them right now, and he's he taking the helmet off. He's he no took, longer yeah. like qualified according well, to so, the Coven. So, well, a few questions is is and both you guys can answer. What's what's his state of mind? We think going into season three, are we going to see like a depressed Mando? Number one, mm-hmm. and then number two is yeah, he took his helmet off, and so you know. What do you guys think? And that, you know, we saw him do it in the um, Imperial cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, there's been a change to this guy. And so, what do you think's brought about that change? Where do, where does he go as his character? You know, into into the next season. I know that's a loaded question. That is a but... loaded question. It's many many questions in a run on sentence. <laughs> I think that um, you know, I, and Chad, I look forward to hearing your answer. Yeah, so Hopefully, do I, you Chad. can remember. Um, I think that he's going to revert back to kind of old guy Mando in a way. I think I think he's going to the helmet's going to stay on. He revealed himself to Grogu in that situation around other Mandalorians, and then Finnick was there as well. But they don't have the same, you know. Yeah, their code is different, yeah. but they're you know. But my my point is is that might have been of somewhat of a more comfortable setting for him to do that. Obviously with. Grogu, you know, and that's the reason why you could take every, add a hundred people in the room, take a hundred people out. It was about Grogu is why he took off the yeah, helmet. Yeah, of course. So Grogu's gone. I think he's going to revert back to his old ways, not just with the helmet and that code. I think he's going to revert back to his old ways and and kind of somewhat the loner or bounty hunter out for himself type way. Hmm. Chad, interesting. Uh, I'm almost exactly opposite. I think. Oh wow! I I mean I think his helmet will go Crap. back on. I'm gonna be so wrong. <laughs> I think his helmet will go back on. I think he'll try to do that again. But I think with uh, Mayfield's conversation from last episode, and even Bo-Katan's conversation with him from earlier in the season, he's starting to question his devotion to this part of sure. the Mandalorian Creed. 
Um, and he's he's built connections with Grogu, obviously, especially. But he's also built connections with Boba Fett. He's built connections with Bo-Katan. Um, he's had, in Cara Dune, he's had some relationships he didn't have before where it's easy to isolate yourself if you don't have any friendships or any camaraderie. Well, now he has that. And I think with Mayfield's conversation last week, him being willing to do whatever it, whatever it takes to get Grogu back. And that at that point was taking the helmet off, and that was the reason he did it. Mm-hmm. Now he And that was a mission. This episode, though, he did it because of of love. He did yeah. it because of love. He he <laughs> loved love. I did that purpose. He did that's called Very acting, good. Brian. I my that's yeah, good. No, anyway. Uh <laughs> he did it because he cares about Grogu and he 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 wanted that connection to be there. But he he violated the creed that he made. If you remember in season yeah. one, they the the armor says have have you ever right. taken your mask or your helmet off? Has, Has anyone ever yeah. seen your face? Right. Yeah. And I mean that was like expulsion if not death yeah. if he answered yes to either of those. So he can't go back to that creed. What's he just gonna? He's not a liar, so he's not gonna be like, yeah, no, no one's ever seen my face ever. Well, he's so gonna, here's... he's changing, and I think this next season will be him joining with the Mandalorians or joining with a team of some sort well, to find out what's going on on Mandalore to find out make to it find quick, out. Brian. I don't think he's going back on his own hunting bounties. I think he's got a team, mm. and I think he's now leader of Mandalore. He is well, the rightful ruler of Mandalore now. Well, right. so, yeah, so they have to, to remedy that. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. want it, obviously. So we're gonna have to see no, what's gonna happen with is. Bo-Katan and and the Dark Saber and Mando. But back to the mask thing, I think he's gonna have to confront the the Watch. He's gonna have to confront Death. And and so if you talk about taking back Mandalore, Death Watch is gonna come back into this. Um, yeah, you're sure. probably right because they're. Your head. If Jacob. there's a way for them to get the planet back, Death yeah. Watch is going to want to They're be They're going to be involved oh, in that, point, and yeah. then Mando's going to have to face his old uh, co He could end up fighting them. Yeah. Oh, and so end up being on opposite good. ends. And you and you, with your predictions, you're always you right. You know that's going to be and part look, of it. Let me, I think we all kind of come to the same agreement with the mask piece of it. My my thought no, process, and I could be wrong. Keep it back on. How are yeah, well, agreement? I think Chad also said that he'll, he'll definitely continue to wear. It. It's not like he's just going to walk around Thank and you, take Chad. it off every time he goes to a cantina. But yeah, it'll be a hard thing to break, hard habit to break. Yeah, but, uh, but I feel like that for the reasons that you brought up, Chad, it's going to make him try to be more of a loner because he doesn't really have any place to attach himself to. He's not really in the Death Watch. He's, he's not, not really that to, close with Kara. Plus, Kara has her own thing going. He's yeah, there's obviously some some animosity, I guess, is the right word between Bo Katan, Boba Fett, and Finnick have are, have now moved on to their thing. So that's why I feel like he might be more of a loner than what he was before. Even though those relationships have been built, I think that would who be is correct. He loyal with I think that would be true if he w- did not have the dark saber that he won by combat. Because he has that, he cannot. So that, he can't just be. He can't be like, all right, I'm out of here. I'm going back to my loner ways. I'll be like, no, no, you've got something that we need to establish Mandalore's kingdom again, and we got to figure out how you're going to give it back to me. Yeah, or, but or something while, to that extent. While he might not be physically alone, there's obviously going to be other characters around him, especially if if what it sounds like for you for your season three is going to be heavily around the dark and you're probably right. I feel like he's still going to be, even if there's other Mandalorians around him and, and there's this clan and that clan and that clan and they're all pulling on him, 
he's still very much going to be very alone. Sure, I get. Yeah. I see what you're saying there. I can see that. Yeah, uh, um, Brian. Brian, you got anything yeah, else to say? Good. No, it was very good. Just wrote the next season just like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So Cara Dune, we see her again. Cara. Uh, don't you think she'll be part of the possible, Rangers? Yeah, Rangers of the Republic or whatever show. So we don't think so in Mando. No, maybe a reference. Yeah, I mean, I think you could still see her here and there. I don't I think do. it'll be a constant we'll though. So, but I do have a. I did think okay, well, by her turning in uh, Moff Gideon, that's kind of maybe her way to get on the Rangers. They're like, wow, sure. she's good. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, I can see that. I just, right. I, f- I find it interesting that. I feel like this is her best episode by far, um, from an acting standpoint. As far as for um, what's her name, we stand by Gino, Gina Gino Carlo Carano. Yeah, yeah. Carano. Um, but again, this episode was also like her doing what she does best, which is being like bad honey mm-hmm. UFC fighter, nothing but action. Right. And the action. I mean, I even. I mean, I really did. I know Brian didn't like, it, but I like like the part about the gun being jammed, and then the elevator, and the elevator doors open up. <laughs> And she took yeah, charge to with that blaster rifle thing, that like multi repeating rifle, and just yep. mowed everybody down. And I, I like the character, but she, she, she came up a few notches for me in this episode. So I find it hard to that they increased her role this much to write her out completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. All right, guys, let's. Uh... Let's put a bow on this thing. Um, put a bow on it. Yeah, so... Chad. That's me. What, uh... Is there more? Well, I mean, we usually... We usually give a rating. Jacob you are Chad. I. Oh, and, right. Uh, I didn't think about that. You didn't tell me to be prepared for oh. this. Yeah, so... I, and, and you've oh. not scored any others, possibly in your mind. Um, I have this book. Let me grab my scorebook out real quick. Just kidding. <laughs> you are a liar. <laughs> so, um, so if it makes you feel of, any better, you've you've heard how we've how we've scored. Yeah, and I, I know. Yeah, it's pretty escalated. Yeah. We've actually gone week to week and we messed it up. Yeah, but um, <laughs> just gotta be honest though, truthful about so how you feel. So ten being the matter. best, ten being the best, one being the Man. you know the worst. We're considering you now. We're just judging on season two is how we were doing this, and so out of the season two Are episodes, we? where do you? Yeah, I mean, well, I guess just in general, I guess. But so, where do you rank this one? What what, what do you give it? What score? Do I have to give it a score? Can I just say where it ranks on my? I, I don't you know have how to, to give, give it a score. score. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, I you have to. have to give it a score. Okay. We've given it scores now. Sure. Just season two, like Brian said, just season two. You've yeah, watched yeah, all yeah, of season yeah. two. This would you probably know what be our my, scale is. This would probably be my favorite episode this season. I mean, it'd be episode. hard not to be. Yeah. And I, I don't know how to score that because I don't know what I would have given everything else. I would definitely right. be high nines easily. Okay. I don't think fair. I'd give it a ten. I don't know if I could. It'd be hard to find a ten. But it would definitely be high nines, just because hard to it's find my a ten. Brian's already given out his ten. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could find. I don't think I could do a ten. I've been very generous this season. Yeah. So. Well, it's because you liked it, right? There's nothing yeah, wrong with yeah, it. It's not like you'd be like, I was too gave it too good of a score because I liked it too much. 
Yeah. Who cares? Good. You like it. Yeah, but when 10 score. is too much, then you have nowhere to go. All right, Jacob, let's get to 20-point scale. Let's get to your score. <laughs> I mean, it's an easy one for me. What is it? It's, of course, it's a 10. I, I, I was... I feel like I at least planned it somewhat. It was amazing. I'll be honest with you. Had Luke not shown up, it wouldn't have been a 10. It would not no, have I been. I agree. Yeah, that put it over the top for sure. And watching this chapter episode through the first 25 minutes of it or so, I was like, man, man it's not going out as good as what I wanted. And then that X-Wing showed up, and it's like, yeah. phew, and it was done so, so well. And it's the Luke we've always wanted to see. Yeah, I didn't love this. Overly love the CGI part of, it, but it was still Luke. You know, funny face yeah. talking. Luke is still Luke. You know, everybody knew it was Luke. Funny face talking. <laughs> but it was yeah for me yeah. like hands down ten. And then you know as as Chad pointed out, gave us the heads up on the after the crawl or after the uh, credit credit stuff. Credit, yeah. Which Just, I don't really take that into account for 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 the episode. Oh, uh, see, I I mean it still would have been a ten either way yeah. for me, but. Sure, I, I I take that part into the episode. All right, so here's the deal. I give it no surprise here. I give it a ten also, yeah. <laughs> um, and so this episode obviously then the average is a ten. So I'm just gonna go back through here real quick, oh right? For this season, yeah. The Marshall was a nine. This is our combined <laughs> scores. Okay, okay. Did you do the, the letter grade this was, time? Huh? Did you do the letter grade? You want the both? Well, if you're gonna go through, um... okay. The Marshall was an A. It was a nine, which was an A. The passenger was a. 8.4, which was a B. The heiress was a 9.5, which was an A. The seeds so was an, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the siege was a 9.6, which was an A. Uh, the Jedi that was Ahsoka. That's you're right. The the heiress Bo was, was Bo Katan. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Jedi was a 9.8, which was an yeah, A. a yeah. Plus. Uh, the tragedy was a 10, oh, as an A plus. Good one. Um, and then. Uh, the believer was a 9.8 which was an a and then this last one was a 10 which is an a plus now here's the, the letter grade thing. makes it better here's the interesting thing <laughs> you gave me crap I... about halfway through the season because i was giving high scores yeah your average is 9.5 well, that's because you dislike chapter... Uh, Your average is 9.5. But I was more balanced. My average was 9.5 also. Okay. Yeah, that's because <laughs> you over... <laughs> I, I believe that. that I believe Brian. that. And while we have Chad here, as we wrap up, episode two of this season, Chad. So what, what episode was passenger? that? That's, is that passenger? the passenger? That's yeah. the passenger with Frog, Frog Lady. Lady. I actually yeah. like that. That was the also the Peyton Reed-directed episode. Yep. I didn't right? like Dr. Mandible... That was my yep. lowest one. On Tatooine. Yep. I liked that episode. Now, was it my Me favorite too. of this season? No. But I, sure. I didn't I didn't poo on it as much as Brian did. If so you if, if you're let's just say you're in the high nines for the episode you just watched, which obviously is amazing, what do you think you would have given to I'd episode two? That would probably season? be my least favorite of this season. Uh, but it doesn't that doesn't that's like saying it's my least favorite child, which, no, that's not like saying that. It's nothing like <laughs> no. that. Which um, one is Because you don't say that because you have no favorite child. A child's. Um, but it's, it's my least favorite, but it's still Star Wars. And right. Star Wars is awesome. And this Star Wars in particular is just great. And I think your, your average for the season proves it. Your average for all episodes together is 9.5. This season's been a banger of a season. Yeah. Yeah. I would so, probably, it'd probably be 
be between 8.5 and 9. Like, I'd be high 8s on that episode. Okay. Just because what you got you the... Brian? You got the the spider guys from Rebels. That's you know, great. that, for me, that was like, that was awesome. I know, Brian, you didn't necessarily like that as much because, you know, for whatever reason, you just didn't vibe with the spider guys. The alien feeling Frog when you opened the little egg was what turned, I feel like, turned sure. Brian off. Spider she guys? Was, she was all right. What are you talking about? The little about spider, spider people that he was eating the eggs. What are they called? I forget what those and... things are called. The thing that fell down on his ship and oh, like. Oh, I yeah. wasn't against them. Was I against oh. them? I, I thought you were like a fan confused. I didn't overly love the spider oh, thing. Okay. Yeah, I but I didn't, I didn't put the Rebels thing together. And even putting the Rebels thing together after that, I still didn't overly love that's right, you're the right, spider thing. But I liked well, Frog Lady, and that was the difference. Is yeah, that's right. I kind of yeah, liked yeah. Frog Lady. I thought yeah, she was a very right. interesting character. Very weird. Um, <laughs> so season one, we scored an 8.8 when we wow. gave it a B. Yeah. This season, yeah. we scored a 9.5, and it was an A. Look, season yeah. three... That's got a lot to live up to. Yeah, well, breaking it down the way you just did with our A's and overall scores from one and two, like I feel, I feel better about where we're at. Yeah, you know, nine point five is right. One final, one thought for me because I wanted to make sure I just have an opportunity to poo on your parade, Jacob, a little bit is, um, and I forgot to mention it earlier, Moff Gideon. Very weak villain. He was a very weak villain. Weak. Yeah, weak. Even after this one, yeah. Like his in, character, like his, not, his arm strength, like his no, his not like physically, physical just, prowess. No, just his. He's a manipulator. Uh, yeah, he is he the most not, manipulative of villains. I mean, I'm just saying this off the top of my head without really thinking too hard about it. But he might be one of the most manipulative villains that we've had. More so than like, Thrawn. Thrawn's not manipulative. Thrawn's Thrawn is calculated. Thrawn yeah, Thrawn Sherlock Holmes of yeah. the Star Wars universe, where yeah, he's, this he, he's Gideon not, Thrawn is Gideon goads Gideon goads you to do what he wants, and he know like he just he mocks you. I didn't you. feel it. I didn't. No one feel else does Gideon. that. Um, I, I didn't feel it. I was a big fan of him in season one, but that's because we only. Got him at the tail end of season one, and he was very menacing, and he was in a TIE fighter, and he had the dark saber at the very end of it. But then that impactful moment at the end of season one, where he came out and told everything to everybody about them. You know, Dinjar, you're Dinjarin. This is your history. Your grief cargo. This is your history. Your Cara Dune. You know, and, and I thought that was impactful for his character. But yes, I will admit, I don't think I, I thought. He did a great job, and I still like the character. Is he my favorite villain? No. Is he my least favorite villain? No. Yeah, I don't think he's the weakest, but I, I can see where you would think that, or where you would that would be where you'd come from. But he's he's different. He's different. He didn't live a, up to his hype for sure, sure. After this episode that we just watched, like he kind of had a somewhat of a disappointing ending as far as yeah, a villain for he, sure. He was a lot more talk than he could fulfill by his actions, but mm. I think his. He's a chess player in that I think he was trying to gain favor with, you know, the up, the higher ups, and that's why all this cloning thing is so important to him because I think he's trying to get a leg up on all his you know compatriots maybe that are out there too, yeah. and be the guy who found out a way to bring Sidious back, you know, to bring the Emperor back to give him a pathway back to well, order. And he was successful, right? To he was extent. very obviously. Yeah, I think I think successful. we'll. I think we're meant to believe this is the path that leads to where Sidious Pal- does eventually right. come back. With so Snoke was he that bad of a villain? Because he brought back Palpatine. 
Well, we don't know that he necessarily brought back Palpatine. It was without without him, there would be no Palpatine in Rise of Skywalker. All hail Moff Gideon. And he was distracted by oh, the dark saber. <laughs> you know, yeah. He, they, his yeah, hatred so, for Mandalore has definitely clouded his ability to. Right, yeah, exactly. But to me, that him. makes him. While it might not make him the most villainous villain, it makes him an but, interesting villain. Yeah, because, it makes him a villain villain because now he's got a plan, but he also hates them so much that he'll do yeah. whatever to ruin their day. Will we that's, see? That's a villain. Will we see him again? I don't Probably know, to some extent. That one I have no clue, but I hate to yeah. even venture a guess on that one. He's going to be in Republic jail, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah. dropping the soap. Oh, Jiminy Crickets! What's that? Out. What's that mean, Brian? What's that mean? <laughs> That's, I, don't, I don't understand the reference. What's that? That'll get edited out. <laughs> All right. So, Chad, <laughs> hey, I want to give you the floor. Final thoughts on season one, season two, this episode, Mandalorian, season Star one, season Wars, two, and this episode. Anything everything? you want. Like, I mean, the floor is yours. So when Anakin said, let's try spinning, <laughs> spinning's a fun trick. Um, I wasn't like, but uh, you know, now looking back on it, no. Uh, Mandalorian is, they've, Filoni and Favreau have recaptured what makes Star Wars Star Wars, I think. Yeah. I've enjoyed the sequel trilogy, even the, the not so great episode eight. There are things about it I enjoy, but I think they got away from what Star Wars is and was. Um, I think Favreau and Filoni have kind of brought that back. They've made it very Western feeling, which is fun. I'm not a, like a huge Western guy, but it has those vibes. It has a samurai that. vibe. You know, it has the OG. The OG. It just has the original feeling. Yeah. Um, I, so I've enjoyed it. I love it. It might be it might be some of my favorite Star Wars content ever. Live action. I mean, I'm not saying it's better than the original movies. I'm just saying yeah. with the storytelling, with the, the technology... Yeah. It's just everything about it is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Overall, I hope, you're right. It is. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. I hope Favreau and Filoni are given the keys to the yes. silver screen. Yes. Um, the Filoni universe. I hope Filoni is allowed to be the create creative that he is. And they use Favreau's movie prowess and writing prowess to to work together to make us a, a brand new group of movies or something that is... Like this, but new. No, I, I mean we're I not going to get Skywalker's. We're not going to get Daisy yeah. Ridley and all them. But we could get something good that is Star Wars by these guys. I think that would be the best decision you, Disney you, could make. Well, yeah, I, mean, I agree. That, you do your thing, Brian, because no, I know I'll what say, I want to say. On I, that. I agree with you. I, I, I just don't. I want that to happen. I don't know if that it will, especially considering that they kind of already have plans in place. Yeah. So I don't know how much you know. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying that that's going to be. I'm just saying I, that would be my hope as a fan well, that yeah. they get yeah, that my hope as well but i feel like you know mandalorian season one mandalorian season two this is about as high as the star wars realm has has this is hot this is as high as it's flown for a while and now would be the time to come out and say the creators of Mandalorian season one and season two, the creative geniuses, John Favreau and Dave Filoni will be heading up episodes nine, ten, and eleven, or something like that. No, they, they and they haven't the done leads. that, so it makes me concerned that they're Yeah, and they just announced a lot of things. They just announced yeah. a lot of But I don't of think stuff. you know, Dave Filoni obviously his he would do that until he dies. Yeah, John Favreau. He, right. You know, this could I don't be the know. only That's, thing that we have with John Favreau. Yeah, I don't. I, don't think, I mean, to have your name attached to Star Wars, he's got to like that. He has well, to. Well, I'm like sure. It. No, I know he likes it, but like, I don't know that he. He's gonna go make a wants, 
Taco Is Truck it? 2 or what? Well, <laughs> I think I, I, I think I would stay in that box. Yeah, I'd be surprised you know? if he finishes then, yeah. his career in Sure, but that's why Disney. you let him you let him do Marvel movies too. I mean, yeah. he's done done the Iron he's, Man yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, he, he's he rebooted that, I mean, you know. They they nailed it. Yeah, I th- I think you give him a big enough check with enough zeros next to it, he'd be willing to stay in whatever box you want. That's probably true. As long as Dave Filoni has that e- equally check. Yeah. Because I right. feel like you could. I feel like the success would not have been there if it wasn't the duo. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. It, it, it has were, to be the duo. Yeah. Um, yeah. And honestly, as much as I like John Favreau, some of the writing of this now this season was phenomenal for the most part. Nine point five, some might say. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I, I, I feel like you could find another Favreau type person, but you can't find another Filoni. You can't. If you could so, only have one, I think Filoni's the guy correct. you have to yep. have. Yeah. Yeah. Filoni's like the George Lucas, right? Yeah, he's the creative yeah. part. Yeah. Well, and he and he has that reverence to everything yeah. that we kind of care about. He's gonna yeah, protect he the lore, it. and he's yeah, gonna. Re- he knows you know, it. He's also yeah. he's also not gonna you know poo on the fans yeah yeah like we saw someone lucas film right you watch this is i'm gonna mention it one more time as we round round up mandalorian season two the gallery chad like feloni if those round tables were oh and he was the guy that was like well we have to do this there and we have to do that there and this has to be there because it happened here i mean he was right. just like he knows star He's wars history encyclopedic uh, and i i know you guys are big into the gallery so just a reminder uh christmas day i think december 25th gallery two or whatever for Ooh, season two is going to be out let's so go you guys can digest that so jacob any final thoughts you want to give Oh, for me? Yeah, I didn't oh, know if you no, already gave them or not. You so kind of just shocking rambled, and surprising so that you threw it to me for a second and not a negative way. <laughs> um, no, I'll, I'll echo what Chad said. I, I yeah, I'm not going to go through my. I would love to Chad. I'll say this: it would be amazing to have you back sometime. <laughs> but here's why: on a selfish note, I've never got to hear you talk about The Rise of Skywalker. And, and that mm. came out, and you and I, mm. Brian, we, we went and saw it. We did our 30-minute breakdown. We did a two-hour breakdown after that. that and that's yeah. all we've talked about, one of the nine films in the Skywalker trilogy, uh, trilogy. And, Chad, I've heard you break down everything else except for that one because you had moved mm. on to different stuff when The Rise of Skywalker came out. So I'd love to have you back mm. on and do a Rise of Skywalker-type breakdown yeah. just for... Your thoughts. Sure. But Mandalorian sure. Season 2 was amazing, and Season 1 was great, and I look forward to Mandalorian <laughs> Season 3 and all the new Disney Plus stuff and films and animated, eh, animated stuff to an extent. So, Chad, what Jacob's trying to get you to say is, I'll see you again, I promise. That's oh, wow. That's what he's going for. So now uh, what you need to do is you need to play that clip at the end. So go back and edit yeah. that in where oh, Dan says say it that. too. Yeah, but I need you to verbally out loud say it right now while you're on, on he mic. Just did. Oh, did <laughs> uh, hey, I, I forgot one last question. I promise this is the last one. Okay? And this is it. Pedro Pascal. Oh. For season three. Should he shave the mustache or keep it? Keep it. Yeah, keep him looking exactly like he looked. I say That's Pedro Pascal. Why? Because you can't grow facial hair? <laughs> That's, Chad, 
You Where? see some of it? Oh, yeah. No, yep, yep. Yeah, I see it. No, oh, it's there. Let me oh, take a, I'm going to wipe right it off right now. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> All right, Chad. Thanks for joining us. I really do appreciate it taking time. Um, you know, uh, out of your schedule to do that for us. I hope all of our listeners have a very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, we will be back in two weeks talking about something Star Wars. Um, hey, watch uh, watch the Lego Holiday Special. Talk about that. Um, yeah. I don't know. The Lego Possibly. one. The oh, new yeah. one. Yeah, it's good. Count. Did you watch it? Yes. Chad? It's good. Watch it. I haven't watched any of the Lego stuff, and it's always frustrated me that there's so much Star Wars yeah, Lego stuff. Yeah, this is stuff. different. Sorry, to do, this is different. Watch the Lego Holiday Special. I'll watch and then, that. And then watch the regular one, too. Talk about when's, that. Chad, <laughs> when's High Republic come out? January. Is it January? I thought it was like right at the end of December here. No, you but. get in the first one's in January. There's another one in February as well. All right. All right, Comics so we are going to talk I have about tons, tons of bookmark notes from my first of the aftermath books that i would love to go through on the podcast that sounds good you and chad can do that maybe (laughs) if we get chad back at the rise of skywalker chad thanks i appreciate it thanks again to our listeners merry christmas have a great new year be safe follow star wars rant on facebook and rate them on your favorite podcast player of choice